listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Fire burning inside my eyes. This the music that saved my life. Y'all be talking hip hop. I be calling it hypnotized. Yeah, hypnotized. Trap my body but free my mind. What the fuck you fighting for? Ain't nobody gonna win that war. My details be retail. Man, I got so much in store. Racism is still alive. Yellow tape and colored lines fuck that nigga look at them lines it's so diverse they're getting out work and they want to see kendrick everybody can't drive benzes and i've been there so i make it my business they're giving my full attention ten hut man i gotta get my win up man i gotta get down with god because i got my sins up Ooh. matter of fact don't mistake me for no fucking rapper they sit backstage and hide behind the fucking cameras hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday ready to do feedback for you guys mm-hmm. saturday morning you guys know what this means yes, we're gonna sir. talk about all of the things you had to say about the things we had to say and you guys had so much to say this week yes, did. we got emails we got comments on our website you can leave voicemails at two minutes or less at 704 emails the black guy tips at gmail.com the website the black com. you can leave comments on each episode um you can also do stuff like become a premium member by signing up at the black com slash premium you can also um donate to the show you can give us money the black com. look on the right hand side everybody gives us money gets a shout out let's do that right now while we're talking about it and then we'll talk about y'all five star reviews i dedicate this song Depression, depression, depression. 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 This song's for you. Today's a new day, new day, new pay. Cal G, thank you for the recurring donation. Chris from Hawaii, appreciate you. Uh, April G, thank you so much. Corey Deticula, thank you very much, Corey. Brianna F, thank you, Brianna. Tabitha M, we appreciate you. Alexis H, thank you. Dia H also with the recurring. Samuel H, no relation. Our girl Ray Sani, shout out to California. Mm-hmm. Tanya S, thank you so much. Dana W, appreciate you. Boy, our boy Wanga from Down Under, thank you. Virginia G, we appreciate you. Rebecca M is a brand new recurring donator. Hey, baby. Gone to the new members class. And while you there, take Studio Texture with you, because they also just signed up to be a brand new recurring donor. Come on! Okay, well, other two or three are gathered. Uh, Lisa D, recurring donator. Charlotte Wong, Esquire, please say the Esquire. She earned it. Yes, Tiffany, she Tiffany B, recurring donator. Aisha B, term, uh, also a uh, recurring donator. Kelly C, thank you very much, recurring. Gina, Jane M, Lindsay B, uh, Alfonso M, no relation. Palmatic Stone Magic. Palmetto Stone Magic. Thank you. Design T. Jeff F. Thank you so much. And that's everybody. So many people just just giving out the goodness of their hearts. And we thank you. We do. We appreciate it. Today's a new day. So tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Nothing but love and joy and the promise. And tell me it's all right. I almost gave up my power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower, and I know we've been hurt, y'all, but still I smile. Even though it hurts me, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been for a while. 
five-star reviews you can leave them on itunes stitcher Yay. we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that do. um and uh yeah we got them on both we got we got four in total um so itunes first love this show five stars by jessica hart's reviews we heart them as well thank you <laughs> not much to say just love this well done and thoughtful show thank you thank you appreciate it we try to be well done and thoughtful we do it's the joint five stars by rich 4422 who says rod and karen many thanks for the funny review of game of thrones don't mess with the queen y'all hey don't come for if she ain't asked to see you you know what i'm saying <laughs> danny's a bad mother shut your mouth okay i'm just talking about the nurse uh, <laughs> but uh yeah thank you for uh listening we're glad you guys are still enjoying the reviews um you know in these divisive times where everybody just wants to hear what they already think we're quoted right back to him i'm glad that y'all let us be ourselves and have our own opinions um also in addition to this we also do a spoiler movie review uh podcast mm-hmm. uh we didn't get any new updates uh reviews for it but i just want to let you know i did update the feed yeah so, so y'all want to hear what we got to say about movies it is now up to vice so it's getting close to where we are now like vice was something i think that came out last oscar season mm-hmm. and um if you just want to know what other reviews are included in that time you know advice bohemian rhapsody if bill street could talk uh bird box you know that remember what remember <laughs> that guys Aqua, aquaman the very controversial green book um let's see what else first man which is a great review i did with jl coven um so there's just a ton of good reviews and there's some sleeper movies in there i don't think people have even seen disobedience um spider-man into the spider-verse we definitely reviewed that was fun uh bumblebee which i loved that um, was fun too so yeah man i hope you guys get into these because there's, there's quite a few of them and i think maybe you'll enjoy them i think creed 2 is in there widows i mean you just talking about some some new movies that you guys may not have heard us review if you're not premium so and it and this feed will never get all the way up to date but no uh we'll, we'll probably get it to with about 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 a month of when movies come out or something so people can you know kind of see what we do i mean we did get invited to uh the tribeca film festival after i put this feed out there so i'm not saying i'm oh we uh, did i didn't know yeah, that yeah we did get invited i mean i ain't paying for no traveling lodging but i'm just saying uh we film critics people forget Wait, critics uh lastly um we got some on stitcher we got two zinzi says five stars best podcast in the biz i have been listening to this podcast for what seems like my whole life now and i don't regret one single second of it i live for the segments and rod and karen's takes on a lot of things happening in the world today if you're not listening you're missing some much needed flavor in your life and trust me you need it i am grateful to have found this podcast five stars all around thank you thank you get some flavor in your life everybody 
uh lastly j cole i don't know if he's the rapper says five stars king's landing more like barbecues landing <laughs> best game of thrones recap i'm gonna miss after next week what's gonna be the next show to be recapped man listen the way the fan base turned on this show i can't even promise y'all nothing I, now, ain't that the truth like i i think what's funny is that people act like it's new but we went through this before people just don't mm-hmm. remember Mm-mm. uh we went through this not just with this show like with people having you know we didn't like this but mm-hmm. most importantly me and karen went through this with walking dead yes we did so for us it's not really a new like this is an old hat for us dealing with disgruntled fans that mm-hmm. want to bring their disgruntledness to our podcast and be like fix it and it's like nigga i didn't write this shit i'm just telling you my opinion and I, my opinion doesn't have to line up with yours it's okay for me to feel a certain way and you to feel another i mean when i liked it uh when i like things there are people that that don't like that we like it when we don't like things there's people that don't like it, that we don't like it me and karen get on here and the only promise we make is to be authentic we don't you know we're not trying to front we're not saying anything for a cloud or whatever this is the the truth of how we feel and i can't you know uh validate someone's negative feelings towards a show or whatever and that happened with uh walking dead i remember Mm -hmm. and i I mean i just have the gift of being able to like flip a switch in my brain and be like oh okay this is i still can enjoy this thing i just don't take it as seriously as other people correct and that's what happened with walking dead and i i mean we still recap it to this day and i think our recaps got better after less people were watching the show because right you know you could enjoy it on social media you could talk about it because when people left they actually just left in droves i was like good yeah like i i really wish um game of thrones had more seasons not because um i want more story but because this is about the time when the recaps would be more fun because the you'll call the people out who weren't really here for you know mm-hmm. just dragons and oh, yeah. fun and shit if it had another season most of the people would not come back right and then we would just then our reviews we wouldn't have to worry about like all oh, the feedback these people are gonna be so mad you know so uh but yeah so that's that's uh thank you for enjoying our recaps i'm glad that people are still having a good time man listen to our recaps even mm-hmm. if they don't like the show i hope they still enjoy our recaps all right we have uh comments for the episodes on our website the black guy who tips.com the first episode was leg washers it was our feedback episode um <laughs> uh wash your legs iman left a comment she says okay so twa is definitely a black executive fan fiction the husband was a lawyer who knows what type of law he was practicing yeah they never really had to get into it <laughs> and everyone who was involved in the menage a trois was stalked by the crazy ex-woman who they had sex with and someone gets shot okay well guess i gotta check it out i just thank you for verifying because you know look when i come up with these definitions motherfuckers try to slide all the movies in right and, they and then all, they get mad because they're like rod is so strict i'm like i'm just trying to define a thing right and everything don't qualify yeah I'm like ain't passenger 57 black executive fan fiction i'm like no. no that's impossible white man uh do you do you wash your legs every time you shower or bathe yes or no yes i am also a yes i actually think it would be logistically harder to not wash your legs right but somehow that was a thing that happened uh anyway 95 percent of people said yes five percent said no what do you do are they taking wash-ups like what do they call them whore baths or whatever where you take a wash-up in the sink i don't know amon says i broke my foot on my 17th birthday i had to wear a cast that came up to my knee for almost a month i kept it impeccably clean and keep and to keep down on the itchiness i had to use alcohol wipes and cotton balls to 
uh with rose water on them the amount of dead skin that accumulated on the parts of my legs i couldn't clean was so gross i spent over an hour scrubbing my body brush and washcloth to uh, with a body brush and washcloth to get it all off and even if the water is just running down your leg it's not taking off the dead skin so i'm going to assume that the two no votes that are up right now are people who just don't have legs or can be exempt from my judgment and who knows who knows it's five votes now y'all nasty said alicia (laughs) and Corey v says i'm black so yes y'all nasty that's hilarious oh man all right that was the feedback episode then we had uh put more buttons on your jacket which was our annual mother's day episode with my mom chiming yes, in that was fun a lot of y'all enjoyed it. i saw tweets and, and stuff and people oh, i love when my tomorrow comes on and stuff so thank you guys a mom says your mom is so pretty i hope she had a great mother's day thank you mm-hmm. and uh from all from all accounts she did uh classic r&b lover says hello rod and karen rod i love it when your mom is on she has such a beautiful spirit that just radiates across the podcast airwaves thank you i'm glad you guys are saying that and she does listen so she'll probably hear those comments and you know that's the thing man like uh life is a journey i remember being a kid and my mom was kind of the one that was more like you know like not not no time for jokes like you know like come on get stay get stay focused she was trying to get shit done she was like i ain't got time to to, to, uh mess around with y'all kids yeah me my brother and my dad of course are all big jokesters and stuff but i've watched my mom really blossom into just a very funny person um over the course of my life it's been amazing to watch you know like you think when you're a kid you just had this idea in your head that your parents are done growing yeah like that's just it like your parents are just a stationary object that just exists in the universe like the a sun or something and your life is the one that's developing rotating around it but your parents are growing too and it's been a, a cool journey uh do you sleep eight hours a night like steve harvey says you shouldn't uh yes yes and i'm rich no no and i'm rich uh karen yes all right 15 percent of people sleep eight hours a night and uh 3.2 percent of y'all sleep eight hours a night and y'all rich and then 78 percent of our audience does not get eight hours of sleep and then four percent of our audience does not get eight hours of sleep but they are rich so only four percent of people are following the steve harvey or getting the steve harvey promise Mm -hmm. they don't sleep and they rich everybody else is kind of getting fucked on this okay except for my favorite people who are getting eight hours of sleep and they rich proving steve harvey don't know shit don't know what you're talking about the good news is that we have seven rich listeners so hey hook your boy up okay we like all seven of them we like a nice we like a nice roof over the church all right uh ct says i could go on and quote a lot of academic journals to refute what steve said but what's the point the bottom line is facts just don't support his comments people need to sleep people, poor people often don't have the luxury of sleep right. as you and karen pointed out and rich people rich white people often get more rest than poor people sleep is a luxury now there's something to be said about being available at different times of the day because business doesn't sleep the ceos the presidents of companies often meet with people around the globe to make life altering business changing decisions but that's a few that's few and far between and even if you do fall into that category prolonged sleep deprivation is not worth your health and well-being take y'all ass to bed and it's not uh you would hear like reporters that like do a lot of i think what was her name a famous woman uh diane sawyer i think it was yeah diane sawyer um 
was saying that she would travel all around the world and cover all these stories and stuff and she said she would be up literally for hours and hours and hours and days on end you know just up constantly doing stuff and not actually sleeping properly and she would say she would come home and go to sleep and a lot of times her husband had to check on her because she'd be sleeping for like 24 hours because your body is like once you lay down once you once you lay down your body's like hey i'm going to catch up on all the sleep and what people fail to realize your body will shut down it will shut down where you can't hear or anything because it happened to a friend of mine where she was just running and running and running and going and going and going uh full-time student working two jobs and we were looking for her and we actually went to her room and beat on the door and and it was no response finally we opened it up went in there she was knocked out so she your, was dead to the bed she was really dead to the bed and so the thing is what people fail to realize your body is not a machine so what happens is that prolonged lack of sleep your body would actually shut down you'll be in the middle of doing something and then all of a sudden your body will literally be like i've had enough you have pushed me to my limit and it, you'll be in the hospital in the coma or some shit uh and the last comment is a mind said currently i try to get at least seven hours of sleep each night but even that's hard sometimes but i often work from home so i try to schedule in a nap for myself yeah that's the thing I, I often do not get enough sleep and then i'll have to like figure out a way or i just take a day and be like today's a day i'm just not fucking doing anything i'm just staying in the bed and catching up on that sleep i missed another thing that helps is my fitbit keeps track of my sleep mm-hmm. so i can check the weekly report and be like oh fuck i don't like nba playoffs started and i'm only sleeping four hours a night you know so i gotta figure out how to get that extra sleep in there yeah but i've been a fan of naps since i was a kid and that relationship is forever yeah everybody's been a fan of naps no they not a lot of people aren't not a lot of people started as kids but they grown they be like i sleep when i'm dead go ahead on no i mean everybody started as fans of naps when we was kids because we didn't have choice yeah right you did if i didn't think if some of them had a choice they wouldn't took naps oh you know what that's valid karen because i wouldn't have yeah you're right i wasn't a fan of naps there was like Mm -hmm. when i was a kid i didn't want them shits i was like the fuck is this Mm -hmm. a nap nigga we just ate graham crackers and milk it's time to play yeah that's what i'm saying a lot of people a lot of people they literally do not like napping and sleeping i think in my opinion it's a fear of missing out i was the little kid that would actually drift off and go to sleep and my cousins and them be doing bad shit and i wake up and everybody crying because they didn't got their asses whooped why didn't you get whooped i was motherfucking sleeping law says for episode 1898 men gossip too uh law says men have always been into gossip they just call it everything but uh lol you can look on social media and see all sorts of examples one thing that's gender neutral is the need to gossip about other people's money lol that's always a hot topic other people's shit yeah it's so funny because uh gossip <laughs> like if it wasn't a stigma attached to gossip i guess from religion or whatever maybe it would be different um but and then this specific thing was negative gossip so you're talking about people negatively that aren't there but like everybody does that that's not a woman thing Mm-mm. if you're a human being you have done that and if somebody tells you they've never done that they're a goddamn lie and you need to be careful because they talking about your ass for definitely sure like it's not you know like it's it's one thing to like kind of um it's one thing to like be messy and stuff and whatnot but i mean my whole thing is like what people say behind my back ain't my fucking business so don't really even bring it to me like if they ain't got the heart to say it in my face who gives a fuck but that's just my approach to it but it's also approach i had to take once our show started getting bigger because it's like oh yeah i can't be obsessed about my like every fucking thing every detail if it's important enough that i have to address address something 
then i'll address it but if it's just some nigga that don't like me talking shit that's the job you know what i mean Uh, come on because that's gonna be (laughs) happening forever because no matter what you do somebody's not gonna like it right and the reason ain't nobody talking about their ass because they not doing shit like you know it is what it is dog um and and i get it I, i don't like that shit as far as like i keep it from around me if if i catch a motherfucker not like not fucking with me or talking shit about me i definitely just won't kick it with them but the general like idea of gossip being this horrible thing everybody's doing it um i appreciate the work y'all put into the show been listening for many years back when ball alert had new topics and everything ha keep on doing what you do and i'm uh keep trying to evolve along with you appreciate it law thank you joanna says hearing the story of the children who are being given random lunch option because their families can't afford to pay brought tears to my eyes i remember the first summer when i was old enough to stay home during the day while my mother and father went to work i would play outside with my friends in the neighborhood and at lunchtime a majority of them would head down to the neighborhood rec center for lunch my mother would make my lunch and leave it in our kitchen for me to eat whenever i got hungry but one day i went to the rec center with my friends so i decided that i was going to skip lunch when we got to the rec center i stood off to the side while my friends lined up for the free bag lunch that was being passed out i knew that a lot of the parents could not afford lunch and i didn't want to take away from those who didn't have as much as my family did when one of the adults who was handing out lunches saw me they told me come and get a lunch too i said i was just waiting on my friends i didn't need one but thank you anyway an older black woman put her arm around my shoulder and said we all need to eat as she put her bag lunch in my hand they and then went back to handing out lunches every child who came to the rec center during lunchtime was fed no questions no judgment i remember the feeling of being included and seen and cared about and i can only imagine how those children feel fuck that administration that has allowed this to happen to those babies fuck them and i'm gonna tell you why they did that to you baby is because a lot of children have pride and a lot right. of children come in there and they are fucking starving and they need and they're supposed to eat but they don't want to look like they need a free handout because we stigmatize free so much in the in this in this uh world and it's like the worst thing a person can do is need something that they can't provide for themselves right but that's life and it's so sad that children get inherit that shame because they're getting that shame from people shaming their parents people shaming them in the neighborhood and their families and they bringing it with them at that young ass age right and so uh the adults actually understand you know because we love our people let's keep it real we love our people and so the adults was like i don't care if you got it at home or not if you step through this door you're getting something i will not let any child leave out of my sight without a bag because you could have i mean like you were you were just you knew you were skipping lunch or whatever it's no big deal but you know you could have uh really not had lunch and been too prideful it could have been your first day um the other part of it too that i found interesting is that um the stigma that these adults are placing on the kids in the um school program that aren't getting lunch that are getting the p i mean the pb and j lunch or whatever is it is to stigmatize them it's not a like it's not a byproduct of what's happening it's the point of it because they have the food you know same thing with that with the place that was giving those kids the rec center they, what are they going to do with the extra food like it's right. illegal for them to give it away at a homeless shelter or whatever so yeah we got crazy laws about shit yeah like so 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 the only thing they got is to give it to all the kids who want something that day shit get two if you need I, like it's i just, bet you they was they was like take not, one for a snack yeah if not it's got to go in the trash or whatever we can't keep it the next day and serve it again like so it's just kind of interesting that um you know a rec center has more heart than a fucking school come on the school lunch story broke my heart says janica 
uh it reminds me of kids i went to school with who acted like they weren't hungry at lunchtime when in reality they couldn't get lunch because they owed money it makes me so sad people are sick to think kids don't deserve to eat yeah yeah most of the uh population to go hungry as children because a lot of times when they do these numbers a lot of times they don't include children in these numbers but a lot of these people that you're counting double or triple that sometimes when you add children so there are a lot of hungry people out in the world and honestly man i was so like privileged in that way like you know even when um we was in like roseland and shit and uh like i I don't ever remember going to a school and having to get free lunch or something and i definitely don't remember any stigmas with it and i know that you know either they would send me to school with lunch you know like put in a a, a lunch box or something i take that to school or i would have lunch money but i've never i it was to the point where i didn't even really understand what free lunch was and how kids were mm. like what it meant for them and i i mean now the good news is that i never understood enough to even be making fun of it because let's admit you know when you're a kid you're not the most mature person and mm-hmm. i probably would have made fun of that shit if i had even known to make it a stigma but i just didn't it never it never i never related to the idea like oh this motherfucker broke they can't they gotta get free reduced lunch or whatever i'm like yeah like what do they got to do with me i just want a square piece of pizza and some motherfucking uh with some square pepperonis on it and some you know and a side of fries or whatever like that's it i'm not it's not a big deal to me but it's sad because that's that's definitely passed down from your parents and then put onto these kids eve says i personally think school lunch and at least two milks should be free for every kid the school could probably make up the difference in a la carte items i'm fortunate to be able to put money on my daughter's lunch account regularly but i started noticing that i had to refill her account more often than usual so i actually went online to see what she was purchasing homegirl was getting cookies and two ice creams and that was adding up quick yeah those are the luxury items i'm sure michelle obama was like them shit's gotta cost more right right and you'd be like don't be going up there getting no shit you don't need she was living her best life she was <laughs> off of you you were like wait a minute why am i putting extra 40 dollars a month what the hell is this needless to say i nipped that in the bud so the way the schools charge kids for extras that th- that's where they can make their money while all the all the kids can enjoy a free hot meal with their dignity intact yes and i just want to throw one more thing in there there's a throwback to a different story but uh you see how you saw them purchase expenditures and you went to check and said hey cut that shit out i remember everybody like yeah if kids want to get like uber eats i just don't see the problem mm-hmm. yeah that's the problem because no there aren't parents that are just that fucking chill which you i've i've seen what it costs to over order uber eats and shit. right a shipping charge and all yeah. that shit you fuck around and your lunch is 25 dollars. yeah people and if and if the kid is responsible enough to have the uh you know work the programs where they can leave campus that's actually cheaper like then go your ass to taco bell and get you some tacos but you paying fucking 14 dollars for two taco supremes uh daily it adds up and your parent and parents are not gonna be cool with that shit Mm-mm. that was such a ridiculous day on social media anyway you get that credit card bill the fuck is this yeah uh do men gossip I, like i remember when i was a kid and if i like took lunch money to get an extra slice of pizza my parents would be like what the fuck happened to that five dollars i gave you like I, I can't believe people like people monitor their kids that's white people shit do men gossip duh you ain't heard it from me but yes and of course not karen you ain't heard it from me but yes uh 34 percent say they do uh they say you ain't heard it from me but yes uh 65 percent say duh which means one percent of y'all one and a half percent of y'all was like no 
oh so you a lie allegra says <laughs> i grew up with mostly men and some of the juiciest tea would come from them my grandfather used to take me around town visiting his old buddies when i was a young girl and all they would do was gossip and drink beer yeah me and me know each other business um monique the mess oh by the way one of the reasons men be knowing the most business is because a lot of times men are the ones that will only do dirt in front of other men so that you didn't you know all their business like it's not like you want to know it but it's like they wouldn't act that way around a woman but then they get around a dude and they be like yeah i'm about to act stupid <laughs> monique says the messy ass stories i hear at the barbershop of something out of jenny jones ricky lake and sally jesse raphael a few weeks ago i was sitting in the chair and a dude that i thought was pretty sta- pretty stand up was talking about how he'll use a fake name with women he's dated for like two months then when he starts feeling them he comes clean by saying you know i just got scared initially and i didn't think you was for real but now i see who you are and my real name is jake uh <laughs> um but the kicker was that on a few occasions the woman would be like it's funny you said that my name is alicia i died <laughs> everybody's fake names relationship foundations built in the shakiest of premises lol needless to say that got they gossip to tell stories just the same because yeah. mm-hmm. they're human yeah anybody tell you they, that men don't gossip that this probably talks about kings and queens and shit uh let's see we had episode 1899 which was uh marriage for millennials uh i don't think we had any comments on this one give me a second for this page to load yeah no comments on this one i guess they weren't feeling the conversation or the conversation was so just so complete there was nothing to add nothing to add which i understand sometimes we really be doing our thing on here uh have money issues made you wait for marriage with the poll uh i'm not married but for other reasons no and yes um and we got one comment on this uh karen uh yes no or i'm not married but for other reasons no okay so you did not money issues did not make you wait for marriage all right no uh me neither uh ironically guys yeah because we didn't have no lot of money yeah so we, you know i mean it wasn't no money to have money issues over shit it'd be funny if i had a different answer like yeah i was waiting <laughs> uh, i'm not married yet 24 percent said yes 28 29 said no and 46 percent said they're not married but for other reasons pia aka outstanding wc says sorry for the length in advance question mark question mark question mark uh when i was married we did it at 20 something as 20 somethings do on the cheap but at a church associated with his country i do it on the cheap again and my i do it on the cheap again in my 40s my partner had a big wedding but he and i would forgo paying even a couple hundred dollars if we go there also i love shrooms and i am a blatina from new york from brooklyn uh but we but had slash half friends who went to brad and other predominantly white pwis i went to cuny um uh they had a connect in brooklyn that i wish i still had yeah that you know i always listen there's nothing we talk about that i assume no black people do right you know now i do know the clarion call for all the black people who have done something is for me to be like black people don't do that and then all the black people have to write in it, i can make something up like black people don't i, I mean it could be something negative it don't even have to be something good it, it could be something negative like black people don't ride unicorns yeah yeah like black people don't have sex with animals and then someone write in next week well actually rod yeah. i have sex with animals i'm a black person no, so please don't no, say 
like you know somebody always does it so you know i get i get it i don't I, we're talking in generalities and you know i just uh you know that's all anyway at least i can save myself another trip to amsterdam been there two times to consume them it's guilt-free but yeah i hear you it's not our typical go-to drug i mean there's a there was a time black folks weren't popping molly i used to get pure mdma molly 20 years ago shit still shit today is more stomped on than it was back then molly was once legal then uh government got involved now it's coming back as a therapeutic drug for people with terminal illnesses uh mm. illnesses didn't know that mm. well that's enough of my drug escapades for the day keep up the good work great people great show great community thank you outstanding wc thank you yeah and i'm not knocking you like Mm-mm. get your thing you know like i'm not even judging it was just you know shrooms is just uh some different shit for people it's, it's a it's like you had a cardi and somebody break out some cocaine it's like oh that's not that's not the normal mm-hmm. drug of choice around here mm-hmm. um but i'm sure there's some black people that do some shrooms i'm sure of it shit they probably got a podcast a website they call them blooms or something you know that you know we always got to put bl in the front of some shit and a z at the end yeah blooms oh yeah oh uh, all right we had 21 comments for our game of thrones recap uh episode 1900 actually Ooh. 1900 i wasn't i don't pay attention to numbers king's landing welcome to the cookout was the name of it um and i'll get to all these comments oh my god so many comments yeah, i'm gonna tell y'all right now when because we get like an update every time y'all leave comments and when my phone kept saying a ding a ding a ding i was like what the fuck is this ding a ding i was like why does why is it what's happening here i was like oh y'all niggas had a lot to say lagov b says this was so entertaining i got caught up on all the black back and forth between you and your excellent guests who are you bringing on for the final game of thrones episode it's going to be difficult to top this oh we i mean it couldn't be nobody else we're bringing on hot fire starter mm-hmm. i mean it wouldn't be no dem thrones without fire starter like straight up so um i can't can't even imagine a better guest to end the uh series with like than 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 the the bros you know so uh, i'm really looking forward to it too man like it's funny i said i in my mind i had a list of people the start of the year of people i wanted on the show for the recaps and we got all of them really um like it was uh you know like i i I, we went on a fan uh for all nerds Mm-hmm. and i told them when we was on there like you know when the part we weren't recording it was like oh you know we do a recap show of game of thrones if y'all would like to be on you know i'll hit y'all up they was like cool so we got them on mm-hmm. Jamel hill I, I asked her when i saw her starting them thrones on twitter i was like well if she get caught up i'm gonna ask her to review it with me and she said yes she was so excited to do it she was like mm-hmm. hell yes i had fun with her um you know obviously justin mm-hmm. i mean it's like he's like the third member of the show almost right um and then uh nick jew another person that you know we vibe with we mm-hmm. listen to what's the t all the time um and then um who am i leaving out i think that's four or five how many did i get to uh um but yeah so we like i had this list you know and then i, I was gonna do chris but then chris wasn't really watching it live with everybody from movie trailer review so i was like hey, it's cool we'll get to him um you know on something else we we always talk anyway mm-hmm. and then um yeah firestarter though but firestarter were the people i was like we got to end the season with them you know like i just couldn't imagine uh doing it with anybody else so 
you know yeah it's been fun so far and i hope i'm glad to hear that people enjoyed it i know this will be more of a controversial review because you know we didn't see out of eye on every scene and everything and you know sometimes they we had to kind of stop the show to be like all right off of the jokes now let's talk seriously about this scene which you know isn't my preferred like style of review but at the same time um what i was thinking is that there's probably a lot of people who feel opposite of us about the show Mm-hmm. and we talk about the show and we enjoy it and they feel like i don't have a voice on the podcast i'm not recognized why aren't they answering this what about that you know this is stupid and so at least now we got a chance for people to hear our side of it to be like well this is why we don't agree this is why i don't find this thing to be stupid in the way you do um and to hear it done in a way that's still respectful friendly and whatnot too many people have just been screaming at the at the screams yes. Scream- and, yeah. and disrespecting people and Agreed. all this shit and i just didn't want our show to be that Mm-mm. and i'm glad it didn't devolve to that and i'm glad that you know it's still at the end of the day just a tv show and we can keep it that way you know? agreed jared says dear karen rod and lazy castle black karen made a great point about rejecting things that don't go one's way seems like so much of the game of thrones critique and backlash boils down to people not getting what they want in the show i think the creators got it right in the end the story's finale would depend on people involved not the supernatural forces and maybe one uh one's the message the creators want us to take away one of the messages those creators want us to take away from game of thrones is that the biggest threat might actually be someone close to you figuratively and literally yet another great show bum next week is the last one i feel you jairus um yeah i think karen did make a great point i think there's camps of like why people are disappointed and who Mm -hmm and one of those camps is definitely regardless of what people try to say one of those camps is definitely i made fan fiction in my head and the show didn't do what i wanted it to do so everything they do is shit yeah like i actually was reading a uh article the other day and it brought up some shit i had never even heard of this shit but it was like a psychiatrist was talking about people's uh, like attachment and then hatred of the show because they get attached to certain characters and i forget the exact phrase they use i'm copied and pasted it on my facebook because i I had never heard of the shit and maybe it explains why i've never had that experience with any tv show or anything Mm -hmm. i've read Mm -hmm. but it's like they get an attachment to a certain type of character and feel represented through that character and then anytime that character does something that in their mind betrays what that character is about they like lose it you know like they reject the show they get upset they get angry um you know because i was looking like how the fuck is it six seven days later and people are mad as fuck at a tv show not real life a tv show not real life dog and um i was like maybe that's it you know because i I just had i it never crossed my mind uh ma says this is an awesome podcast episode it was better than the game of thrones episode this episode didn't deserve y'all and i love the black girls create and wizard team uh it's the only harry potter podcast i listen to i'm so glad you had tatiana and portia on i'm going to check their podcast out but back when book readers were spoiling the show for folks i was nervous about even telling folks i read the books because those people were giving book readers a bad name well i mean y'all still got a bad name let's be honest uh it is not even really with game of thrones it's just book readers in general like if somebody read the book there's like a 99 percent chance they hate the show like it's not right it it could never live up to it and that's why i'm like i understand why you're mad i have nothing wrong with reading a book yeah enjoy it 
but do understand that nothing can fulfill the imagination of you reading it yeah but my thing is like just demographics wise not even saying why but just saying if you talk to somebody like how do you feel about game of thrones if they if if you say if you just walk up to them and say have you seen read the books and then ask how you felt about felt how you feel about game of thrones it's a like a almost 100 percent correlation to i read the books and i hate the show right i don't I, like i haven't seen anyone it's like i read the books but i really love what they're doing and that's been for a few seasons now mm-hmm. um but so yeah i i don't know book like the book readers for me are kind of like um star wars fans who love the tri- first trilogy but won't fuck with anything else that like they just kind of like yeah well that's them you know i'm like i'm a star wars nerd i'm not one of those guys though right like i I love game of thrones i'm not i don't love it enough to hate it i guess right Um, and also i I think for me and i know this isn't uh all uh book readers but sometimes a lot of people that book read they not all they're very snobbish they like you can't read almost you're like well bitch if i wanted to read a book i would but i don't want to read a book i'm not dumb or stupid just because i didn't read the book some of them look some of them almost like look down at people who don't read the books too in addition to the books are better and you're like we can't have both now <laughs> yeah i haven't had that experience specifically but like i definitely have had the like idea of like why aren't you just reading the books and i'm like because i don't want to and they can't relate to the idea that a book would exist that is better than a product and someone would not want to read it but i don't read i don't read media that i've seen on video i don't read the books about it i haven't read lord of the rings Mm-mm. I have, like why would i go do that to myself i enjoyed lord of the rings so that's the end of it like so i need to go ruin it for myself i'm good <laughs> uh let folks enjoy things my favorite thing was to watch people watch episodes where i knew it was going to happen so i could see their reaction i love seeing their faces during the red wedding and them freaking out like i freaked out when i read it and i was excited when we finally got off book at least at first because now it seems like they're even off george R. R. martin's suggestions that's an interesting thing people keep saying and i really wonder if that's true because he gave them the outline you know um george R. R. martin said he hasn't watched this season so i don't know how people know that they're off of what he wanted to do i like my favorite thing would actually be him coming out with those books and the fucking books end exactly like the tv show that would be my favorite thing because he did give them an outline like what were they supposed to do with that shit you know and who knows how loosely or detailed that outline was because the nigga won't even write the fucking books like you know uh it's just they would it's kind of a bad situation to be in as a creator who's trying to translate somebody's work and they just run out of work and then are like yeah even though you guys gave me three extra years taking breaks between seasons i haven't i haven't finished the work so they like well we can't wait right like i can't i can't wait forever you could die tomorrow what the fuck we supposed to do right um so yeah anyway um oh well i'm still here for the end if it sucks i know y'all will still make it enjoyable for me and that's why i love y'all's podcast making fucked up shit funny since day one <laughs> uh this is a long one rich hey Ryder karen thanks for inviting the castle black crew on your show they now have a new subscriber that's what we do it for mm-hmm. i enjoyed the episode overall but it was painful to watch like a good horror movie the second time i watched the episode i turned down the volume and played rock the bells while danny torch king's landing Varys resigned to the fact that he was going to die melisandre warned that he would die in this strange country also back in season six the red priestess kinvara told him that if no harm comes to the dragon queen he has nothing to fear 
um some questions now that varus is dead when he was a boy and the sorcerer castrated him and threw his parts in the flame what did varus hear in the flames can var apparently scared the shit out of varus when she asked him if he wanted to know what the voice said uh game of thrones hasn't yet revealed what the voice said uh some people think the voice told him where and how he would die the ratchetness yeah i have no idea what it said either and we'll never know because he yeah. did well we might know we ah, don't, i don't that's know true uh we got one episode i isn't i will be honest i don't care uh, true true it's, don't it's care. not the book and everybody's story ain't important like i've seen the people that were uh retweeting that one account that's been going around like shitting on game of thrones and all the people that hate game of thrones is now retweeting that like i don't know russian bot ass like not they picture account um and it, they had like excerpts from interviews with tv guy with the actors and like this is the shady thing they said in the interview and some of it is shady and some of it is out of context and whatever it doesn't really matter because you know if you have an agenda you have an agenda i respect that but the actor who played varus one of the things he said was like you know varus used to be like this really complicated complex character back in the day and a lot of the show would like give him more moments but this season he just didn't have as many moments on screen and he hasn't had as much uh like detail to his stuff and he's like you know he kind of misses that but he understands because he not the main character and that's the thing they had to start concentrating on the main characters to end their storylines because it doesn't really fucking matter like you know not like no offense to him but in the in the scheme of characters on the show that we need to have uh if we had six episodes who do we need to spend the most time with and figure out all the backstory shit he not he don't rank Mm-mm. and there's so many characters on this show it, i mean you have to that you have to get some type of ranking to like their details or their their end strokes or whatever of their arc he just is hey he died that's it like we don't have time for what was said to him in the flames i'm sure it'll be in the book uh why do y'all why do people think danny decided to execute varus and not Jam- oh why do you think danny decided to execute varus and not jamie um do you think Tyrion is next on the barbecue grill Tyrion has never given good advice danny should have kept Alaria and the queen of thorns as her advisors uh if danny had listened to the women i don't think she would have amassed so many losses and gotten so desperate enough to sack king's landing well there's two things about that the first thing you brought up uh why did she not execute jamie it sounded like she was almost holding him to keep tearing in line Mm -hmm. like you fuck up again it's gonna be you and your fucking brother or whatever Mm -hmm. um but i it seemed like a favorite to Tyrion because i don't think she hates Tyrion. i just think she's disappointed in him agreed um and then as far as um the and no i don't know if Tyrion's next on the barbecue grill i think he should be i mean he freed jamie against her command and somebody gonna tell her um and then the other thing you brought up was why didn't danny list those women well you say she wouldn't have been desperate enough to sack king's landing that's not actually true um the women were the people advising her and specifically olena you have dragons burn they shit to the ground if i like stop listening to these men who are telling you don't do this don't do that go fuck them up that's enough like the dragons if you fuck up the city the dragons are enough to to make them basically have to yield to the fact that three three dragons is better than all the lannister armies and troops and all the shit combined so that's actually not true that those women would have counseled her not to do it um i think uh lady elena's words were even you're a dragon be a dragon 
um and why would danny agree to Tyrion's bell's plan then disregard it when the plan is executed i don't think she agreed to that plan that he just kept saying it i never saw anyone actually agree to the plan like he told john that shit he told and gray worm that everybody shit. was ignoring the fuck out of him everybody was ignoring him um that being said i think she considered it when she was on that dragon back and said yeah fuck these people i do too i mean and i and and she's been saying that she's gonna fucking burn (laughs) westeros and king's landing and all this shit for years now i guess people just didn't think she would do it um for some reason joanne the scammer popped up in my mind when danny decided to go ape shit after the bell started ringing hey cersei i just want to let you girls know i'm a real messy bitch i'm a messy bitch who lives for drama that's why danny didn't go for the red keep first i think danny wanted cersei to see the carnage and destruction because like cersei elena Alaria, sansa and Varys, uh aria am i missing anyone else danny is petty i wish the queen of thorns was still alive to see danny's masterpiece man me too i wish she could be sipping that wine <laughs> she told danny to be the dragon and she did not disappoint see you just you just coded it and all right i miss the pettiness this show is provided it was delicious i'll miss the pettiness the show provides it uh it was delicious i wish we had seen more masan bay in the episodes leading up to this one i think more dialogue between masandi and danny would have helped in the season uh perhaps if masandi was killed and uh, or ragal in the battle leading up to the bells being rung more viewers might have understood danny's state of mind when she decided to torch the city although in real life we rarely know the exact point where a mass murderer has crossed the point of no return yeah i'm so weirded out because like i saw people being like burn this shit down when masandi died mm-hmm. and it wasn't a few people it was mm-hmm. everybody like i know one thing she better fuck them up and then when she did it it was that it was different changed. then it was different when you see it, it was like oh i didn't know we was really setting the, the house on fire yeah right. I, I said i was gonna burn the house now everybody act like it's something wrong we burn the house yeah it's that thing that people do a lot of times it's, it's like the difference between online and real life with mm-hmm. some like online people talk mad noise but in person they not about that life because nope because they know that that's that's not them and they don't really want to deal with the consequences of those actions like they danny a person that that was about that life and she torched that city for that black woman and i i stand she gained a brand new fan that day <laughs> i was like yeah we don't never avenge our sisters Mm-mm. i thoroughly enjoyed the clagay bowl i had to play mama said knock you out for that scene at the quaverns demise cersei must have said to herself let me ease past these two i don't want none of these hands i don't think we needed the dame bowl jamie and Euron. gray worm went into berserk mode uh the jamie cersei death scene seemed appropriate um yeah i don't i mean i i, I understand not wanting the jamie euron bow but i like euron and i want to see him one last time mm-hmm. before he died so thank you tv people for giving me that overall i think props should be given to special effects crews makeup crew the set designers stunt people the director the actors for the execution they should be showered with emmys and go to glows next year thanks for the review buckle up for the next one guys rich yeah my thing that i find interesting is that despite all the shitting on it this is probably one of the best filmed episodes i've ever seen it was gorgeous like it was like a fucking movie it's like a fucking movie they just put a movie on tv that's crazy um miss 1ko says really enjoyed this podcast episode i didn't read the books but i do watch the extras that come with the dvds that explain the lore but i watched the show for the show not to say like well in the books the dragons are indestructible we are watching a damn tv show can we just take it easy geez i don't think the showrunners are as spectacularly good as adapting the book as they are free writing from a rough outline um they still are not trizzy 
uh i too watch cw shows in the ghetto yeah <laughs> yeah i don't yeah like i just think everything i think i'm trying to approach shit rationally rather than emotionally about the stuff right. and so you know in my mind when people start shitting on this and it's trash i have to be rational about it and be like even if i would have felt the last two seasons were trash these dudes gave us the first six seasons that people didn't think were trash which means that they can't be just trash like they're not just these guys are just the fucking worst like it sounds like it, it like with anybody it was easier for them to do it when they had a bunch of source material and then they don't have source material and now people's demands are like outrageous because they just expect you to create the same level of shit as a fucking you know hundreds of pages of, of books of novelization and to me on the outside looking in i never thought that was reasonable Mm-mm. so it was like okay like last season i was just like okay so this is where it is now like you're not gonna get um you know i remember people being mad that it wasn't taking too long between episodes to travel anymore i was like yeah they have to speed it up like we i knew that when that raven got there in the same episode last the first season ravens took two three episodes to get places like they can't do it anymore it just has to it has to be time to get to get over with you know um anyway but yeah so i i i feel you that um about and that's the thing i try to remind myself is i think of things that to me are actually like this is actually bad like that like right like not bad on a curve like but bad bad ab- objectly object like abjectly bad like there's not a lot of money put into this it's not great acting put into this mm-hmm. there's not a lot of time put into this um and there are things i watch on tv that i do feel are like oh this i wouldn't even put this in game of thrones like same sentence come on and i feel like people have because of the internet and the hyperbole of bouncing off of each other on social media niggas have just completely lost all objectivity and now it has to be like i said it was the trashiest no i said it was the trashiest and i'm like i i've watched worse things i don't know what this yes, you know yes i have and enjoyed it too but yeah yes. i've enjoyed worse things yes i have so i don't know it's, it's like people are mad because you have perspective like well then be mad i don't i'm not joining in the fucking in in the little party man I'll, you know uh that being said i don't consider them horrible writers they seem to put a lot into the show and when they started i'm sure they didn't think it would take grrm five years to write the next book agreed i enjoy the fandom and the critiques but the hate is just too much the petition to remake season eight come on this has been a decent show since the start of season six they could have had more character development sure doesn't make the show horrible yeah i saw a post from somebody that works at hbo a black woman by the way who basically was like i'm opening this post right now okay i will give you guys the four more episodes or however many more y'all want it what would y'all write about in those four more episodes that were gonna that wasn't gonna that was going to enhance this this you know this story because this is the this is the outline they had what do we need for episodes for we just need more of daenerys and john talking we need uh you know we need like no give me details right she was like i want to know like what's like she was like i need a a b c and d story outline like right because people think it's easy yeah it was just funny to to see it because she was so fed up she was like well then fucking like y'all do it tell me what to do um i'm not a writer so i don't have the answers to or the talent they do i enjoy the content i've been given and had many laughs god's blessed uh that is here uh this here podcast thank you i'm here for the excessive white woman ally enlightenment shared by rod i thought the guests were delightful and karen and was karen so wonderful as usual keep it pimping mimi thanks mimi thank you 
uh we got this from law says yo ride yo karen i got criticisms about this thrones episode based on execution mostly i didn't like how Arya suddenly abandoned seven seasons of revenge training and plot building because clegane said you don't want to be like me that's all it took it reminds me of jimmy from south park stopped the bloods and the crips from feuding at the rec center by saying come on uh she never cared about anything he had to say before yeah that's not true um look at Arya's list again if you take some time law she's abandoned a few of those mm-hmm. like i don't know if you know dundarian was on her list clegane was on like um the hound was on her on her list so that's not you know like i said it's people kind of cherry pick the shit they want to see but like if you look at the whole picture it's not so far-fetched that she would be like okay this dude who i clearly care about and cares about me that's the closest he's ever come to being like i love somebody on the show right and she could see he was sincere yeah he said he's like really i don't want you to do this if anything it reminded me of when he saved her life the first time mm-hmm. and she wanted to take her ass back in there and avenge her family he had to knock her ass out and take her out away because he does for for better or worse clegane does know better than her about this kind of shit about that life yeah yeah he like was the like, cost of this life yeah he was like no 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 you understand i ain't willing to go up there knowing that i'm not gonna go come back my whole entire existence since he fucked my face up was to kill him i honestly can't imagine another character she would have taken heed to agreed i'm really like i don't think sansa john mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i really think right past them. i really think only her and the hound have had that kind of connection on this show where he could be like no but for real i if you go up here you will there's not a a way out it's just death up here so you know anyway that's how i felt about it but of course you know uh you're entitled to your opinion i really wanted cersei to get eaten burned or murked by Arya. maybe even go out by murder suicide by jamie's hand him stabbing her then bleeding out holding her or something i don't know why this show got me thinking this deep about murder should i be alarmed <laughs> it feels right for some reason like a romeo juliet yeah that's so wild to me how at the at the same time that people are like we don't need this brutality from danny they're like but i want to see like cersei just like with a knife shoved in her asshole and then the gut spilling out forced to eat her own urine like come on man <laughs> um that clegane fight went hard though i would probably like danny going off like that uh if she had said so in the episode before it even if it just muttered it to herself after Miss Andy died, nigga. Law, you saw her face at the end of the episode. It literally ended on her, I'm going to fuck these niggas up face. Why, why, why would she need to say it out loud? Like, every the entire pretext of this entire show, since she got those dragons, has been everyone telling her, please don't go dragging on these niggas that's it all her advisors everything has been you have the big jokers with the dragons and it's everyone as she amasses more and more people all her closest people being like i know you could just go up there and burn this shit down and win but don't do it yet don't do it we're gonna find another way we're gonna find another way and so i don't find the idea that that she would need to like look in the camera and say mutter to herself i'm gonna burn the city wink wink i don't think she needs to even mm-hmm. the meeting she had with Tyrion bef- this episode before it was just him being like please don't do this like every don't sack king's landing everyone knew what she was gonna do so 
i don't know if uh i would need to hear her say that uh since they didn't it almost look like she just took them bells a sign of disrespect anyways i don't want to make y'all read a bunch of paragraphs so i'm chill stay up too late but danny has <laughs> but danny has uh mimi says but danny has been wanting to burn king's landing for a long time that's why after meeting the dragonstone olena told her to stop listening to men and go be a dragon they showed Dro- drogon flying over king's landing seasons ago yep danny has had mini mad queen moments before as well mm-hmm and then Amon said, what many mad queen moments? To me, most of the acts she took up to this point have been completely rational for a queen with dragons. I had no problems with her burning King's Landing to the ground, but to make her look like madness just overtook her wasn't really earned, in my opinion, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I, so for me personally, I do feel like um, she's had many mad queen moments. I think one of the things I find interesting, I brought this up a couple weeks ago, I don't know how much it was heated. I think it was on the one where we were uh, talking to Nick Jew. And I was like, yo, I, I, I like the idea of madness being framed through different people's lenses. Mm-hmm. Like one person's madness is another person's like rational shit. Agreed. If we were reading the newspaper about Danny, like we lived in Westeros and we just read about her exploits, she would seem like a fucking conqueror tyrant agreed for, for all of us you know we live in yeah we've been getting the news about her going around and killing them masters and we you know we've been up on we've been like oh this bitch is crazy right but when you follow the show from her perspective then it's like oh no i can see how she got to this point agreed you know and so i think they had to do an action that was like old school danny you know obviously grief stricken hadn't eaten hadn't slept and th- and those things like, obviously matter, right you know out lost her friends um you know uh lost her dragons like i completely get that like to me she's a person pushed to the edge that went fuck it right not a mad queen as to like like she's t- muttering to herself and she's walking around flicking and shit like it wasn't the madness in the way that people have portrayed like um some type of mental health issues or whatever to me it looked mad as in like angry almost not not mad as in i'm so crazy guys i'm cuckoo bananas like it was like no y'all have driven me to a rage that i just don't i'm seeing red and i don't give a fuck anymore i would assume most human beings have felt some level of that emotion before yes they have even if they haven't had done actions obviously none of us have dragons so you haven't done actions like that but i i don't know to me it wasn't such a like oh my god this irredeemable moment it was like she got a dragon and she was fucking super pissed so these niggas got them hands yeah they did they caught all the fire that was within her came out through the dragon Mm -hmm. and you know uh and like i said everybody's uh perspectives are different but for me i understand her decision i can understand if she didn't make the decision too she probably heard them bells when you go should i burn it should i not burn it fuck it i'm mad and everybody has had that fucking i'm mad moment Mm -hmm. everybody some people respond violently because we got guns so motherfuckers die when people say fuck it i'm mad (laughs) you know like death happens when people get to that point yeah i'll add an extra thing layer to it that i think goes kind of un not discussed or whatever but like i personally look at king's landing the same way i felt about like the cities she took over before Mm -hmm. right like i don't have the attack just because basically because the show showed us characters from king's landing and the lannisters and all this shit and then you had 
uh a bunch of episodes of people being like but don't do this to king's landing don't do this to king's landing don't do it to king's landing it made it seem like king's landing was different than than like if she i would have felt way more like she's crazy if she would have did this like winterfell but king's landing to me i'm like fuck them niggas i don't care yeah she was like i'm not from here yeah like i don't know when people got this attachment to king's landing it's like like people go the show is terrible the writing's terrible well how did it work on you so much to make you be like i love king's landing if you do this to these people in king's landing there's no coming back like okay so i guess the writing was great because apparently it worked for you that now we gotta look at king's landing like it's special it's not special to me it's a trash ass place and it needed to burn up in a big ass garbage pile of fire and uh <laughs> you got what you want and if you didn't want none then you shouldn't have been in them fucking red keep nigga dummies believing that yeah! fucking propaganda against our queen um by the way i did um uh, so like i said people were saying that you know there's there's no this is just an off the riff decision there was never a plan for her to be the mad queen um so um there were some other moments that i think we should highlight that um show that this was not like some rush decision some you know some last second shit and i know it doesn't fit people's narrative so they're gonna be upset by it but right this is what the things i think about when i think about this moment and why it didn't bother me the way it bothered so many people um although it's funny if you google um daenerys uh the game of thrones quotes you'll see a bunch of articles and this kind of explains a lot to me there's a bunch of articles of people saying stuff like the feminist quotes from daenerys that will make you get rid of the fuck boys or whatever and it's just article after article people were identifying with this character on a level of like she this is modern feminism Mm -hmm. via television and all this stuff and i just don't think the character was necessarily to made to align with people's feminism i don't think the show's made to align with anyone's politics to be honest agree so it was just kind of interesting to see like it made me look it like i researched that and it made me think like oh this is probably a lot of people's anger is they adopted this woman this character into some type of like echelon of great feminist archetypes or whatever and yeah, then, like how dare you make this decision you so, should have been you should have been more rational yeah so well then at that point she has to the thing she does has to fit the agenda agreed right everything she does becomes the feminist thing and then we write the next thing piece and the next thing piece and so her doing this was something where they were like oh no i can't defend this one and so then they they they're like fuck this whole show that she would never do that like well the version in your head would never do that but i don't think there's nothing about daenerys that makes you think she would not do that um so yeah let's go to this uh some of the points um i found this in entertainment weekly um the prophecy the house undying season two i brought this up during our review but um that's when she has that fucking vision of daenerys uh when she takes king landon by and and it looks like the throne is covered in snow turns out it's ashes you know so um i think that was a foreshadowing uh she also said in that same episode when my dragons are grown we will take back what was stolen from me and destroy those who have wronged me we will lay waste to armies and burn cities to the ground that's what she said i i don't like honestly i don't see how people can be like this came out of nowhere um the mass crucifixion of course everybody remembers that in marine season four she mm-hmm. finds 163 slave children crucified so she gets mad she kills 163 masters without even checking to see 
like if they did it if they're guilty if they're innocent any of this shit it's they masters they all the same to me turns out uh that was when sir barristan was like you need to be more merciful or whatever and later a son of one of the crucified men insists that his father was actually a good man good man who lobbied against slavery and didn't deserve his fate but she was out there just ruling with an iron fist not taking no time just mm-hmm. and that's that's always been in her character people go well this came out of nowhere no nope, that's that's in her character too like she she's like fuck it this, this fuck these people i don't not learning about their life their life or their culture this has nothing to do with that i'm here to rule and move the fuck on and she even left that fucking city um then after sir barristan was killed by the sons of the harpy in response she brings three masters to her dragon pit all of them are like i have nothing to do with the shit and then she burns one of them alive anyway and sends a message to the others we don't even know if the dude did anything and she didn't give a fuck she just killed that dude um the mass burning of course this is when uh she got kidnapped by those fucking dothraki who was like we're gonna make you the uh we you won't be one of our wives or whatever um so she burned all the calls alive and then made the other ones bow down she said that you know you got to kill my enemies uh um the same way kyle drogo told her to, that that used to tell his people um the other thing that i thought was interesting in that episode was um you know because these are bad men to us so we're like yeah fuck them right burn them down right you're like why would i give a fuck that we know they were trying to kidnap her who knows what else they had planned for her right um and she don't burn so then she lit the whole fucking place on fire and walked out of that shit is one of the most badass scenes uh just period when she's walking out naked in the fire from a burning building right and she didn't have her dragon so we was like what's going what is she gonna do um but at the same but yeah but at the same time like you know she told them like we about to go conquer some motherfuckers like this is like i want y'all because we actually going to war not this is not a friendly she's like i they couldn't lead y'all and so i will you know um of course the revenge um marine plan the original plan uh she went to marine it was under attack by the from the slave cities remember uh they was all it was like the dragon flew down and landed and they was all thinking it was like you know like maybe somebody like attacking them and she walks through the door at the end of the episode well uh when she gets back she said i will crucify the masters i'll set their fleets of fire i will kill every last one of their soldiers and return their cities to the dirt that's my plan and Tyrion talked her out of that plan so once again not sure that people have been listening to who danny is they listen to like well she listened to Tyrion, yeah that time you know what i mean like it's not like 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 it's not like that was also Tyrion before he was wrong 75 times in a row agreed like once the nigga started being wrong it's like it maybe i shouldn't be listening to you uh marine revenge plan we did that uh burning the tarleys um this one people got gave her shit and added it into the she crazy thing but i was like them niggas wouldn't bend the knee so welcome to the barbecue dog like what the welcome fuck welcome to the barbecue you knew the consequences i like it is what it is like is she harsh is she cold could she have locked them away and imprisoned them she could have done all those things but to me this is signaling this is who danny is she doesn't do lock them away we don't negotiate she said i told you what to do and you didn't do it so now you have to die okay that's it um the king's landing battle plan of course we we already know this one so yeah man so when people say shit like it came out of nowhere it it just she's never been like this i just i i really just 
these are the reasons i i feel the way i do that it was in the script it was in the in the in the series and before now uh demarcus says entertaining episode i felt like your guest tried to take over the show but you held your own i discovered you guys from the hbo youtube video and i've listened to every episode since not just the game of thrones recast you guys are funny yet informative keep the good content coming um thank you thanks demarcus i'm i don't feel like they tried to take over the show man no. um they were just being themselves yeah and like if you listen to castle black pie you'll see that's just how they communicate right. and i and I, and the thing is for me personally i'm glad that we had the conversation we had because i won't i i, I don't have a problem discussing those things conflict is not a uh it a, shouldn't be a bad, problem right. it's not a bad thing no, it's not. to disagree it's bad when you disrespect people right it's bad to me when you uh you know what I'm saying when you come at somebody's neck or something like that or call, but, people, call people out of their names yeah but like when it's just you know you felt away i felt away we should be able to discuss that um i love that tatiana and portia were forceful with their opinions mm-hmm. um like portia corrected me at the end when i was like uh well we could do it the portia way add two more seasons she was like that's not what i said i said this and i'm like you're right i fucked up my bad like that that's gonna happen you know like it's it's not it's to me it's not necessarily the goal of what we do when we review a pot like we review a show but i don't feel like it was a takeover you know what i mean so it, it I, to me i'm just glad that they felt comfortable enough to not come over here and feel like they couldn't voice their opinions i you know sometimes i listen to uh podcasts and i stopped listening to a lot of review shows because it was get down or lay down with the host opinion right and there was no difference of opinion yeah and it should be okay for people to be like i didn't like a thing i did like this thing i felt differently about this you know i mean obviously if you just fucking hate something i don't know why you would like want to recap it in general but like hey some people do that and yeah they do you know and you can tell they don't want to bring on guests they don't want to have conversations with people that feel differently and i think for the most part there's a lot of people that identify with uh tatiana and uh portia there's a lot of people that feel the same way they do and i'm sure they would like to see us answer like well how do you why do you feel differently than me and i think that's okay so uh mimi says i don't understand the passionate debates about what the writers should have done I'm not sure why folks can't suspend disbelief for a fantasy show but hey they've been but they've been stomping like the fun out of the show for people that are actually enjoying the season i'm not even sure why we are still talking about the books but what else i'm gonna tell you what it is ain't nobody ring the bells on uh twitter <laughs> i wish somebody ring the bell on these motherfuckers and make them stop killing all the fans that like shit uh shout out to lord varis perez um uh uh shady all the way to the end with the um with the bars i hope i deserve this i hope i'm wrong varus was a power hungry or a coward like little finger melisandre told him he was gonna die in this strange land and he was resigned to his fate he just wanted the best for the realm and jason Bourne and a jason Bourne escape would have been super weird for him in his fancy coat with his jewelry on but i no! guess i guess twitter would have loved it and would have suspended disbelief for that yeah also it would have been weird too because we saw him do it before like he did i think we already had that 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 varus on the run that's shit. how him and Tyrion end up on the boat yeah like it's time it's time varus knew what it was uh king's land of destruction was basically a natural disaster Arya is an assassin her skill set isn't going to come in handy when the sky's falling all that kill cersei stuff was done after she took the hound's advice and decided to live all she could do at that point was run and try to stay alive the writers wanted us to see the horror and all of it through her eyes that is one thing i do wonder you know i really do wonder if uh 
if the reason they made her see it through her eyes is because she she's expected to do something this week i like that's my educated guess Mm -hmm. um because like you said that they're showing it through different people's eyes and aria being actually on the ground watching people burn being covered in ash and soot you know actually having to run for her life Mm -hmm. watching these people get you know be be fucked up that's got to impact her you can't tell me that cannot impact her yeah it's like a nigga with a nuke is just living and they can use it indiscriminately like maybe Arya can do something right and also she came there with one mission and end up in my opinion getting another mission out of mm. out of running uh let's see the green eyes theory is a wash and the fans have to let that go Arya killed all of the phrase i'm sure she's killed someone with every eye color before maybe i don't know i think i mean if that was the case she's killed somebody with blue eyes before so why i think she was gonna kill the night king why was that such a big deal you know i think i think we'll see uh see what happens melisandre put emphasis on only on the blue eyes in part in the episode three to remind Arya she was a bad bitch and she could run up on the night king if she wanted to i don't know man i think for me personally i read that as a very specific like the night king has blue eyes you're a bad bitch go kill him yeah specifically not Mm-mm. you killed all kinds of eyes like because because no. even the way it was written and and acted she said blue eyes like last like and blue ones like my nigga come on we need some help so and you know melisandre be knowing so she might have already seen it i don't know and, and yeah and these was years before like aria was not prepared and it's like aria had to go through the things she went through to get to the point where she could do that yeah so we'll see i mean maybe maybe this won't be a green eyes thing but that's one theory that i'm kind of partial to just because the idea of them showing that close-up of danny's angry face and them eyes and i was like because hmm. before then we didn't know what color her eyes I, I, at least i never i never paid them attention gave, gave a fuck maybe yeah they may have showed the whole time yeah. but i never paid them any attention maybe they put some contacts in them uh you know if they start the uh you know how they do the pre whatever the fuck it is before the show starts mm-hmm. the scenes before if one of them is blue eyes and a green eyes thing you know i'm gonna be like oh what is she about to do it uh my favorite moment was cersei tiptoeing past the mountain and the hound that lebron gave for him leaving a press conference with the purse would fit right in there come on as she was for, like i don't want no smoke as for cersei's death being underwhelming i think they proved her, her father's point she wasn't smart she thought she was mm-hmm. if cersei was smart she would have abdicated the throne and gotten the hell out of king's landing a long time ago cersei was driven by ego and selfish she was ready to kill herself during the battle of blackwater bay child uh cersei ain't nobody special <laughs> yeah it's so funny too because like i think lena's acting in that scene for me was satisfying but for some people i I don't know it's like they needed to see like a knife go through her but i don't know the way she was crying and talking about wanting to live i was like yes suffer because that's a form of suffering too suffering is not always uh getting sliced up yeah and it was just so poetic to me just the 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 keep crashing around the brother and sister right who shared a womb it just meant so much the one thing the one place she thought she was going to be safe end up crumbling around her and i I think all because of her own machinations gone wrong right and all that means something because actually if she would have initially left when her hand was like we got to go 30 minutes ago you know she would have been alive right she she could have got out but she was determined and because in her mind it always stands it always stands it always stands and so to actually be down there and actually die like that with the one she loves and my thing too 
you crying about your life but you didn't give a fuck about the people you killed yeah she i i I, yeah you know and i also would have liked for you know jamie to stab on all that stuff too that would have been a good death too don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but my at the end of the day like she got to die i didn't care how she died i was like she got to die it's so funny though because i like i we me and you we both have like theories and speculations and things we would like to see happen Mm -hmm. but it's just so funny when they don't happen we don't just flip the fuck out on the show because i remember us talking last week and you were like yeah i think jamie gonna kill her that's Mm -hmm. the thing and when he she when he didn't do it you weren't like this is stupid it makes no sense it was like okay so she died another way apparently jamie really ain't shit the end you know right and that's the part i think is missing from all this conversation is that for a lot of these people is that the ability to be like okay it just didn't happen the way i thought it would cool i got the same result she died yeah and the hard part that i think people don't really understand is that if i'm writing a show and everything ends the way that all y'all predicted the shit then it actually isn't good there has to be some fucking twist it has or else anyone could have done this shit like you gotta give me some like type of okay i didn't see that coming and for better or worse these have been i didn't see that coming moments for a lot of these people and it's like their reaction to i didn't see it coming was totally different you know all right uh let's see Braun was right cersei had no chance about against the dragons and danny winning with only one dragon made sense remember Braun has only seen drogon in action and drogon brought king's landing down alone they foreshadowed just about everything that happened this season but let everyone else tell it it's this is all random and nothing makes sense yeah uh i know like they to me they always present things could go multiple ways and then when one of them whichever way they pick i'm like all right they to me they they put it in there you know uh i know rob's pregnant wife was killed brutally but she wasn't a main character and the show is different back then the show changed after sansa's rape backlash and that didn't even happen on screen four seasons ago they would have showed varus burn but i can't see them letting a pregnant main character die violently in the current think peace climate yeah it's it's crazy man because it's it's just crazy to me i i've seen so much with this show with the fan feedback of just like outrage at so many different moments and and then when they kind of rein the show back in a bit it's like people find a way to still be outraged but about different shit and it's just like oh the show's just gonna evoke emotions and that's just what it is and that's okay yeah, and also that's part of good writing emotions even if they write something you don't agree with and they evoke an emotion emotions is not bad right. I'm, I'm i'm to the point where not so funny i'm sick of people watching shit and when they get emotions they just had this visceral response mm-hmm. to emotions like i'm not how dare you make me feel but that's good writing whether you like it or you don't like it whether you cheer it or you boo it they got a response out of you and that is a part of good writing sometimes the writing might not be as great as you thought it was gonna be but at the same time the the getting you to respond to it is part of writing your recaps have been a safe space for me for the for the internet from the internet furor so this recap was kind of like twitter going live but you guys did a great job putting a spin on your guest opinions i can't wait for the last episode and i can't wait for this all to be over yeah yeah and and one thing i i mm-hmm. i, I want to add it too i like the fact that you can bring off online conversations offline like that was very important because a lot of people have been arguing with people and stuff online and not seeing their humanity and things like that but you can have conversations with people that you don't agree with and it doesn't go left 
yeah also um i wasn't like trying to spin their opinions mm-hmm. they were asked if you pay like if you go back and listen they were asking questions like they yes. like it was question mark like how can you like this or this isn't stupid or you know like that and then also like um whenever they would have you know an opinion that challenged ours you know i think we're allowed to rebut like you know it's a conversation and so they explain their side we explain our side and you know obviously there's a little bit of back and forth no disrespect and we move on like um that so to me i'm never falling out with someone over a tv show i've Mm -hmm. seen people do that before and to me those people are fucking bananas like that like y'all say y'all say daenerys is crazy no people that get mad and don't be friends with folks over a A tv TV show show opinion or a movie opinion those people are actually like crazy and that i've seen it more than once now and so i i know like there's some there's some shit going on with people that is beyond a tv show Mm -hmm. and i can't call it for everybody but i know when i see it where i'm like this is this is about life or something anonymous says rod i love your and karen's game of thrones takes on game of thrones but i had but i couldn't i had i couldn't get through the pod i respect your guest opinions but the nitpicking about the plot comparison to the books the bad writing complaints etc just takes the fun out of it in my opinion i'm enjoying the season don't get the backlash i might try to listen to the episode again i don't know kanye shrug um you know what i feel you i you know maybe the review wasn't for everybody as well i definitely can see how some people would it wouldn't be their thing i know i'm very particular when i listen to recap shows and stuff i don't i don't listen to most i don't listen to most movie reviews or anything Mm so i'm sorry you had that experience but you know i think some people were probably waiting on an episode like this so phil says my goodness everyone is so mad at this show but they are not appreciating the beauty of the camera work during this episode when varus was about to get his invite to the cookout as the overcooked meat, <laughs> danny gave that silky that silky dracaris i almost popped out i almost jumped out of my skin when drogon manifested behind her like he was asking if it was time to eat this is a beautiful episode with great writing does anyone think that jamie and Tyrion's scene was bad or lazy writing uh they almost caught a tear off of me from that yeah i don't know i i know to me that scene worked it was mm-hmm. sad because mm-hmm. he figured out that would be the last we do the last time we're gonna see each other Tyrion throwing his life away for that piece of trash come on he ended up dying anyway now i must ask was quiburn the first man in history to be murdered by getting smushed <laughs> nah because i seen taking three and that nigga was smushing people to death yes the head crack of death obey your queen sir gregor the mountain uh looked at him like you thought gave him the whole big face into a wall and straight to head the dead henchman uh straight to the dead henchman hall of fame i think danny had a plan with torching the city she know winter is coming and she doesn't want to feed all those ungrateful mouths that cheer for ned start getting beheaded i wonder if winter's still coming after they killed the night king like because winter is a season not a um you know not not necessarily just a a manifestation of his power right so now when it don't hang around for 500 years yeah i just wonder i don't i don't i don't know i never read the book i don't know does winter stop coming does is it just summer winter i mean summer uh spring and fall now i don't know uh and don't forget they tried to rape sansa too mm-hmm. people forget that about kane's landing they was ripping niggas apart too if you ain't got no food that wasn't gonna make it through the winter so she just made an executive decision to lower the population to a crisp and rebuild from the ground up a true ceo uh she did, <laughs> she did have that elizabeth holmes hair so 
i don't want to grind the show to a halt so i'll just get my book reader well actually glasses on again and well actually like i said last time i'm so happy that i found you guys reviewers for the show mostly all the others i follow for years have been pretty much hate watching and hate reviewing the show and you all keep it how i like it i enjoy the show some things i would have liked to see didn't happen but i ain't a writer so i'll just take what i can get i also have gotten on board with the short and last two seasons because i ain't want an episode of danny in the tall grass or uncontrollable diarrhea it's in the books yikes thanks again for a wonderful episode and i can't wait for the last of the show next week thanks man thank you yeah phil man that's the thing man we make an art over here it's hard to do what we do and um no disrespect to them other podcasts but like 99 percent of them are the same shit to me like they love something so much they hate it and i can't do that it's like you're obsessive and you're killing you're killing the thing you claim to love because you think it, it deserves this higher echelon of shit um we had uh there's a person that um does like game of thrones tours and they were like you know we go to these castles go overseas and uh look at these things and they were like saying to me like hey would you like to go on this tour with us and see these castles and shit and i was like no and it was like why not you love game of thrones the hashtag them thrones like you're all up on it like people you know like you know like this is like a lot of this stuff is your you know like you're a part of this fan base and i was like i don't it's still just a tv show to me it never stopped being that for me so i think the attachment to some of the like more ethereal things out here about this show is like that is this like spectacular high art that has never been done before i don't feel that way about it I just, it's like it's to me it's like marvel movies you know what i mean it's like like it's like it's really good and i really enjoy this shit and it's 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 amazing it's well done but it's not it never crossed over to and if some something happened to a character or to the story that i didn't like i would be like actually mad inside i i don't have that like i don't know if i've ever really had that you know like that's just an attachment to fictional shit is just so weird to me and maybe i'm the weird one i also don't have an attachment to celebrity like Mm -mm, you know so maybe maybe it's just me but i I don't know how that can ruin anything for me if i really felt something was truly ruined i don't think i would watch it that's how i function like if i like every everybody's different but the way i function if i don't fuck with it i literally don't fuck with it like i'm like the fuck is this info i don't fuck with it get it out of here yeah so no no disrespect to to people i until i read about it this week i honestly was never even curious as to why i said what is wrong with these people but it explains so much reading that psychiatrist be like yo these motherfuckers have attachments to these fictional characters and shit and it's fucking them up uh alex says hey y'all didn't love all the choices made in this episode either but i enjoyed the season so far i still appreciate the show as a whole what i really wanted to say is i listen to both you and castle blacks and y'all format for game of thrones reviews and recasts completely different as is your tones that's not a bad thing it's just different but because of that i was anxious to see how this episode would play out i watched live and i just want to say as a fellow introvert you held your own rod and special shout out to karen for coming through with the good solid ass points everyone actually had valid points and everyone's entitled to their opinions however i do agree that some of the negative criticism that the show has received recently is too harsh and the show has been taken way too personally i just want everyone to kumbaya and enjoy it no matter the outcome i know that ain't happening though right we're gonna say <laughs> like oh uh, uh, like we, you might be more delusional than the game of thrones fans uh, that hate it you think niggas gonna get along uh, that's thankful wishing yeah i hope that we are all able to look back on this show as positive experience overall since it's supposed to be fun and not feed negativity over these really trivial complaints oh yeah that's the other thing i meant to add uh and i didn't get to say it during our recap um 
none of this shit is gonna matter in in like in a long like down the road like this is not no not next sunday i'm being i want to be clear years from now okay it won't matter mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. this i remember how people felt about like the madman finale um sopranos finale uh even the wire finale when the wild well, oh well, i don't want you know i mean it's, mm-hmm. you guys should have seen it but yeah! uh the wire last season and you know what people ask all the time what's your favorite show what are the best shows ever on tv and those shows all still come up in the discussion they do so i think people have tried to because we're so entitled and everything so much about ourselves these days and we make we get content off of other people's content right that's what we're doing with this podcast when we talk about it um well some people do that with their twitter and their facebook so it's i'm going to talk about game of thrones because it's the only time people pay me attention all week and so i hate the show and then come come let's commiserate on our hate misery loves company right well yeah in the immediacy of it but you know three years from now it'll just be another great show that was on tv and they'll be up it'll be up there with the wire it'll be up there with uh breaking bad it'll be up there with uh you know all of people's favorite shows there's there are shows that have gone so much worse than this that people still cite as like oh yeah this is fun i remember that i like this like nothing is gonna be great forever or perfect forever or whatever people were feeling about the show before now so then it's just it's just normal humor interaction this is just the immediacy of it so that's all right and at the end of the day everybody loves something that's flawed and 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 it's like everybody loves some stuff but that's their shit and somebody could always be like you like that shit that shit was fucked up i didn't agree with this everybody loves something that's flawed yeah lakita brought up something i was gonna say people still mad at loss right because lost to a lot of people disappointed them with that last episode so harshly right remember that the writer strike and all that stuff i mean but the quality of that show had gone down for a couple years like they had the writer strike and then they and it, it was, was a lot going on right it was time. and it was fucked up you know and so that but even with loss right now we're at a point where everything has to be lost yeah like like it's no way for a show to just in the immediacy of it not saying down the stretch right in the immediacy of it there's no way for a show not to be like we have to make this the worst ending of all time because that's the only way you're going to get attention online right now we're feeding off of that you know but there's so many bad shows on tv or not not even bad just not as good as game of thrones shows and we love them i don't care that they're flawed I, it doesn't mm-hmm. bother me i don't i'm not like how to get away with murder still getting more seasons yes it is scandal got all them fucking seasons um uh i love claws but nobody putting claws up there with game of thrones as far as mm-hmm. like the scrutiny of the plot and the foreshadowing and uh, all the like the, people are just kind of lost their 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 whatever objectivity with this show to a point where i would not want to interact with them about it um i hope that we all look back on the show as a positive experience da, da, da. uh yeah us uh, is supposed to be fun and not feed negativity over these really trivial complaints hopefully hbo gave game of thrones finale more justice than they did true bloods because what the fuck was that still a bomb ass show overall another great example true blood like that joint had like to me that's a that's like oh this is a bad ending but yeah i feel like people are just like everything true blood now you know uh doug says sir roderick and lady karen are carolina's greeting for the kingdom of the netherlands okay that's enough of that as always even though this is the first feedback i've said the game of thrones recap was a highlight of my week and an irreplaceable part of my game of thrones experience i'm going to try to keep this short because i see all the paragraphs went before me but my light skinned it ass do be talking uh, uh, and writing uh, uh, but only uh, uh. about the things that really interest me because introvert 
yeah this is very long so you lied i'm not going to try (laughs) they always say it like i can't read the like i can't see all this text i'm gonna try to keep it short no you didn't i'm not going to try and analyze the whole recap but there are a couple things i noticed that kind of important explain the story this shit was whack why did the writers do that to danny crowd and why things didn't go the way i would have liked folks number one i agree with rod that the writers had to make choices to wrap the show up in fewer episodes than they usually have there was no set of choices they could have made that would have satisfied millions of people at once so that's just the base you must start from yeah you know another thing i wanted to add um you know they're doing the trilogy of star wars films can you imagine motherfucking having to pass on star wars because gr martin ain't write that goddamn book like like i said reality is just different in this fucking fictional world where you can right. like a book can do anything and niggas can live th- three thousand years like i'm a grown man i'm not wasting another five or six years of my life doing this shit if y'all want me to do it i'm gonna need to wrap this up asexually okay i gave y'all extra years of my life just to film this shit right so come on now we can't i can't be here for the rest of my goddamn life while this nigga stall on these books he died tomorrow on the toilet and i don't waste him i don't passed on star wars for this shit like so i get why like just in real life it was time to go and it's like if unless y'all want to give this to someone else and have them do 20 episodes or whatever it is that people want game of thrones y'all could do that hbo own the property not me so y'all can do that if y'all want but nah fuck that shit and 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 if i owned it like i don't know if those dudes own any stock or stake in the shit but if i owned it no i'm not giving it up y'all doing it on my schedule i'm the one who built this shit yeah that and also the thing is the the reality of like you say you waiting on the J.R. martin is he g i'm j G.R. martin writes the books like you say they don't have time to wait and creatives want to move on what about people being creative they've been doing this shit for a long ass time and i think sometimes we give creators a disservice by wanting them keep them strapped to the same properties when right. people go why would you tell hbo no because it was like we want to do other shit we have literally given this over a decade of our lives it is time for us to do other shit. and you know why the people don't want them to move on because the fucking fans won't move on but you got to move on too y'all had to get out of my house like hey it's a time where it's just it's it's not feasible no more i remember i did this with um obviously not the same as game of thrones duh but i had to do this with uh the podcast that me and justin made the real house husbands of charlotte or whatever and it was like you know we would spoof a fucking like reality tv show every week and freestyle these these jokes and stuff but it was so much production work Mm post-production and it was turning like what i want to just be a good time into me being up till all times of the fucking night on a friday night trying to get edit this goddamn episode up and all this shit and then we you know so it was so much work i said i'm gonna stop it now and i you know a few people write in like oh my god why would y'all stop that show it was so good and i was like honestly it was too much work and i wanted to stop when it was still cool yeah you know what i mean like i i don't have a boss hbo didn't come to me and say well i need two more seasons even if you don't want to do it like i was able to be like nah that's good enough you know what i mean and i think that's something that most people that aren't creatives and people that are creatives but aren't good at it they don't they don't get that sense where it's like okay this is the part where it's too much you know right and the thing is a lot of times um when we've kind of talked about this before where if you're a creative 
a lot of times and you're strapped to something and a lot of times you begin to write something you initially enjoyed or create and then eventually you end up hating the thing you 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 created because you're like i actually want to move on and do other shit but this money's nice well uh, well more important like one that's one of the things i thought was interesting they could have just get milked them for money and didn't right so for people to shit on them like that it sounds like they had a creative vision mm-hmm. the second thing is anyone who would have taken over would have just had to use the same outline gr martin gave them mm-hmm. they don't have a book Mm-mm. so any other new creator that comes in and tries to take over the property of the people who have a streak of according to other people's six seasons of excellence or whatever the fuck well why the fuck should we hand it over to some new people and then and then we only and we have even less material than we had when we started the shit it just doesn't make sense logistically on a creative standpoint it's just people feel a certain way in a in 2020 like hindsight vision and go no to start over i want petition for a new thing it's like you ain't gonna be happy no matter what so just shut your ass up um let's see game of thrones been doing shit that the artist wasn't expecting specifically we have been used to the standard story arc in other books and movies and shop shows but the shake and bake uh the this is the formula you were expecting is the reason the show took us by storm uh took us by storm uh when they killed ned they told us we could never be comfortable right yeah the, the ned killing was to me that was when i said okay so this isn't like other shows got it if there's one thing they've stuck stuck to in how they are telling the story is that gr martin started it and it's that okay yeah i feel you gr martin started it and once bnb got past his lazy non-deadline meeting ass they stuck to the that ethos right lazy writing this nigga ain't wrote no books so fuck out of here those lazier than that call that nigga lazy calling i wish a nigga would i wish y'all niggas would that's crazy that's like us continuing to do game of thrones recaps when the game of thrones show ain't come on can y'all imagine if we was out here having a fan fiction <laughs> the week after game of thrones was off the air we was like okay so then Some people john might. had did da 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 it wouldn't be as good as if something actually happened that we could base the goddamn review on like it's crazy uh, people are, i said i wasn't gonna do this so i'm not gonna do it but that it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me it does not make sense to me number either. three when you tell an epic story of heroism there are two well-known elements that are actually necessary the first is the tragic flaw this applies to all the main characters especially the hero but double for the ones we don't like this uh danny's rash murder tendencies i have fucking dragons why i gotta talk to these motherfuckers because that would make you a murderous tyrant like your daddy and she doesn't have anyone she actually trusts to tell her that anymore and yes that goes back to short shortly after kyle drogo's death from the sh- uh from the shutting the fire exits on those old dothraki wives uh through the examples rob gave uh winky face ned stark's naive uh. idea that honor was a shield that would protect him from treachery john stupidity yeah, i said it game of thrones didn't start this idea it goes back as far as the odyssey and the iliad probably further yeah i also remember she killed that witch y'all remember that shit she's like poison this nigga the second is nothing can be invincible no hero no weapon no villain hence the night king's death hence dragons being killed by giant spiders i mean giant spears hence superman and kryptonite yeah yeah without those elements the story is boring because there's nothing at risk so great epics always have at least one of those two elements if not both it's just this way great it's just the way great human stories work because that's what humans are psychologically flawed and physically vulnerable the stories we love contain our own flaws otherwise we just can't relate even if it makes us angry yeah and this was me trying to keep it short lol your man in amsterdam doug what up doug oh that's the doug okay what up player 
enjoy my, my the expatriate of the show <laughs> uh writer chick says love this recap thanks to writer karen for giving me another podcast to check out thank you writer chick mm-hmm. now she actually did keep it short thank you raven says <laughs> did anybody else notice gray worms penis because i swear i saw a very clearly defined dick print against those leather pants i thought he was supposed to be an enoch not that i minded the view anyway love the episode yeah, can't wait to that, see. that's not like some editing like like with they the got, starbucks cup yeah they got to go back and edit that out anyway love the episode of can't wait to see the finale and hear y'all recap with the five starter crew i'm not gonna front raven i missed that dick i didn't even see it Mm-mm. so i don't know what i was looking at ao my biggest thoughts uh during the episode of game of thrones who gonna clean all this up and there will be a lot of construction jobs kanye shrug great recap can't wait to hear the last it's gonna take them thousands of years to rebuild that place we just need a black mama character to come through and be like who clean up all this shit danny who gonna clean this up i know i ain't i know you don't think i'm about to do it did she just throw on some luther vandross and start picking up stuff never too much never too much never too much y'all bitches better get to work y'all better get up in here and pick some stuff up <laughs> um get the dusting off that roof <laughs> have y'all doing all types of shit all right but mill says hey guys i had a whole thing planned out to talk about but i see there are 18 comments before me so i'll keep it short the writing was rushed and lazy the characters weren't fully developed to what we have come to expect but enough about love and hip-hop atlanta as far, as far as game of thrones goes this season has been perfect as far as i'm concerned i fully expect danny to fuck up king's landing for all the complaints about last episode the one thing that's been consistent about game of thrones over the past eight seasons is that to paraphrase around all people are killers the show has never held back on its depictions of wars brutal and unsavory the world that grr martin created was hard and unforgiving i love the book so i guess i'm supposed to find the writing of the last two seasons lazy and rushed but i don't there are limits to storytelling and visual medium and the show creators have done as good a job as any creating this show as the last recap of the last season approaches i have to take the opportunity to thank you both for making this show that i already enjoyed exponentially more enjoyable i heard the first recap back in 2012 or 13 and that was one of the reasons i stuck around for the rest of the podcast it is by far the best recap of the show out there one of the things that makes your show recap so good is that you only do it for shows you enjoy the music cues the jokes the references the memes and other social media mainstays mwah magnifique i know you enjoy the show as much as i do thank you for making this show about dragons and knights even more enjoyable thank you for giving us a dope ass podcast five days a week seven if premium so get on that if you haven't done so already emil thank you thank you yeah and to be honest man like and this is just my whole introvert creative side i wish people could just hear that we enjoy it and leave it at that but i know people need to be heard so they have to write in and be like i didn't like this and why how can y'all feel this way about blank but like honestly man like we just giving our opinions it i'm never gonna feel bad for enjoying something Mm -hmm. like i like you know and i and i and i wish everybody could feel the same joy i feel you know about certain things you know but it's just not feasible and you know i'm not here to make them feel bad about not enjoying Mm -hmm. it and i'm not here to change their opinions yeah and i guess it's just the way i am because like i said i listen to probably more podcasts than most people and when i'm just not digging something or i see like these people are completely against the way i feel about something um in entertainment right um i just check out I, like same i don't write in i don't try to like yum their yuck or yuck their yum or whatever I, that's it for me it's like okay that's how they felt i didn't share it it's unfortunate but 
you move on man and i think that's just the way i vibe but i forget you know everybody not like me a lot of people are like i need to write in and they need to hear this shit you know or you know i'm gonna catch them on twitter and tell them blank and it's like okay but you got your got it off your chest but what do you want me to do to to then stop enjoying what i enjoy it's i have nothing for you right and it's not it's not gonna change the way i feel i think a lot of people just want to vent and i had to be very understanding to a lot of people just want to vent their opinions and and uh criticize the show and, and their criticisms some are irrational but some are actually val- actually valid so everybody's criticism is not valid but from like i said everybody functions differently if i like something this is just me personally i like something just let me like it because I'm the type of person, I don't go and tell you not to like something and to like something. You know, when people come into my bubble, it just irritates me. It's just like, the fuck you doing here? I didn't ask you to be here. Why are you here? You know, and so I had to learn how to be like, oh, okay, they just view it different than me, which is fine. But, you know, people don't want to feel like their uh, opinions are not valid. And sometimes, truth be told, motherfuckers just don't want to hear it like okay you like it i don't i like it i hate it you don't some some people don't care and i think it bothers people when people go i don't care like i think that bothers people more than actually arguing with them sometimes felix says hi y'all felix here i really enjoyed this podcast episode i hope i was being crazy all week being happy daddy did right by my son oh i thought i was being crazy all week being happy that danny did right by masandi i feel tatiana and portia on some of what they had said though it didn't bother me much but i can see why folks had certain issues only gripes i have with this season is i did really like when we spent episodes of characters talking and slowly moving things forward i've enjoyed the broad story beat so i think if old boy finishes the next book i might actually check out for check it out for that stuff i just hope my boy gray worm somehow makes it but without judgy john looking at him during the carnage i can see him being a hater and them fighting so yeah haha and cersei john can choke and social media will be unbearable after this finale so i'm logging off until as soon as i type this have a good one y'all felix out (laughs) have a good one felix agreed uh uh, and and yeah and that's the thing i completely understand that some people want it slower they want the same thing but if they took four more episodes to get to the same thing they would they would feel better about it and i just the whole time i've been watching this show man i've there's always been a couple episodes every season i was just like they didn't even need to make that episode just like like they could have condensed this shit down into a couple of scenes and we could be fucking moving on by now you know that was a big 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 issue i had so for me it ran it fell into my wheelhouse for other people it fell out felix uh thank you eve says too bad the actor who played henry in the walking dead didn't star in game of thrones so i could watch his ass die again this time by dragonfire long live queen daenerys well at least me and eve on the same page <laughs> for once i'll take it man i just need all the help i can get at this point uh all right where's Arya going to kill danny back to winterfell off to mary gendry and be a lady karen oh kill daenerys okay 71 percent of people agree with you 21 percent says back to winterfell and like nine percent of them say uh off to mary gendry and be a lady i saw by the way guys no offense i saw people saying that on twitter and i don't of all the theories and shit people have had that one was the most like weirdest to me i was like how would that not be the betrayal like y'all said danny shit was out of character when i don't think it was 
if 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 she went to be a lady after being like i'm not gonna be a lady y'all would wouldn't be, be off the character y'all wouldn't be surprised y'all wouldn't be mad like i would be i'm like i'm not saying i'd be walking around like with petitions to kill game of thrones mm-hmm. but i mean i would be surprised at that ending because i'm like that's to me that's like the last thing on Arya's mind unless she's seen the motherfucking dragons in that building she was like you know what dog i might want to live a simpler life you know what they ain't got no dragons in uh storm wherever that shit was i'm out um Amon says the moment in episode four when they lit to Danny's face so you could see she also has green eyes. That's when I knew, but I was hoping they wouldn't do it. I'm all for burning the red, keeping tearing it down, but her burning the town first came out of nowhere to me. The only way they can make it up to me is if Tyrion dies, then Bron comes out of shadows and goes, oh fuck it all to hell. I should have gotten it in writing poor Brian, he's never getting his castle that Damn. would be fucking hilarious like if that shit was to happen because one brother already did he just said i need one of you uh yeah that would be hilarious to me um and yeah i don't care if they kill danny like as much mm-hmm. as i fucking stand for her burning up that town i don't give a fuck about i don't know how people ended up getting so attached to these motherfuckers i don't know it's a show about all these niggas can die i don't mm-hmm. this is crazy this is like getting attached to people on walking dead remember when that used to happen Yes. people write in they killed someone so i would never watch this show again i'm like this you can only there's only one way out of this show it's called death. <laughs> walking dead dead is in the title like oh man i remember those days and then the blurs was like anytime a black character died no matter how many Ooh, other characters died they no matter were, how many this other show hates black people it's racist i'm like you go well 50 other people died in this episode like right. they, they they killed the whole crew god man i yeah. i love being black man but the goddamn blurs can be the worst man like nerd culture and then combined with like race like talk the like the wokes and nerd culture oh my god they can be the fucking worst it's like how do you ever have fun is your fun just being mad like I, you know and, and that's I, not my fun and i think so and, and 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 that's why the thing is a lot of times i have to completely check out because i can say oh your fun is actually being angry i cannot function here with you and be angry all the time oh my god man the worst uh dave from toronto said rod and karen tatiana and porsche are killing me right now your back and forth is amazing is this the reason you invited them castle black podcast great job great recap show as always i mean i invite them because i we, we i think like they're funny them. and i like their show yes. and they cover game of thrones as well mm-hmm. and um yeah I, I mean like i said me and tatiana go back to when she was on um In years we nerd hard so you know for me i've i've been a fan of tatiana's for a long time mm-hmm. so um and and you know and honestly man like i it says to me a lot about our show and a lot about me and karen as host and a lot about them that they felt comfortable having dissenting opinions and you know what i'm saying like that I, like if i could just emphasize how many times i listen right. to a show and i'm like i could tell this person doesn't agree but they just don't even feel comfortable saying expressing shit. it because they know if they say something it's gonna be world war three so they got to sit up there like a fucking hostage and let this person go on a rant even if they disagree and if they do disagree they got to be super careful about like i disagree but like i'm so sorry i didn't mean to enjoy something you know like i like that they can be like yeah i i thought that shit was stupid and we might not get to a consensus mm-hmm. but i can be like well i this is why i didn't think it was stupid and we can move the fuck on like it don't have to be Mm-mm. 
you know completely derailed although i was trying to keep the reviews to like under two hours or like an hour yeah, for them because we was like minutes. we don't want to keep y'all here all night but they was with the they was with it they was, I like, was like well then let's go they was like we having fun and, and it's fine we going back and forth i said okay as long as y'all ain't gonna just hop off in the middle of the review like i told you i had to be out by 8 30 i'm good <laughs> right so we were trying to save time for them monique says polly to go kill daddy but my vote was to go marry her babe gendry he will make a great stay at home lord she can do a thing around <laughs> she can do a thing around westeros and even essos and he'll raise the baby sound like ramen joadi baby face writing collaboration to be Arya had that whip appeal gendry is where it's at after you kill danny i guess what i would like to see is um she goes to get with gendry at the end after killing danny like okay i'm ready to settle down and when she opens up the door uh and he's just staring at her someone from inside is like who's that and then open up the door and brianne's in there and it's like oh what? shit what brianne and gendry got together and he's like you told me to find another woman i got a i got a type baby okay i like bad I bitches that kill people woman okay i like bad bitches that kill people and Arya, now that would be a twist you knew that before you left okay you should have stayed love should have brought your ass home last night uh cory b says i can't wait for the thick pieces when Arya heads straight to storms in i can't <laughs> yeah yeah hashtag make that his sandwich <laughs> boy i would i might not we might not do a feedback show if that happened <laughs> right if that happened i might just be like yeah you know what man it's not even worth recapping mm-hmm. no show's off um all right we did get a couple of emails i think let me see i think dasset voicemails and amazon voicemails uh so uh yeah wednesday right yep to leave us a voicemail yes 704-557-0186 is a voicemail line has to be two minutes or less or the shit will cut you off it doesn't give a fuck that machine is like "Mm -mm, i'm done so seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. Hey Ron, hey Karen, this is Iman. Um I am perturbed because it just the thing that ha- happened I thought was gonna happen because yesterday, Tuesday, they it pinged on my phone that Alabama passed, you know, their abortion bill, which in the Senate in the Senate and now the governor has to sign off on it. And at first I was really pressed and then I was like, Wait, no, this is low-key illegal. I was like, this isn't, they can't do this. It's like, it's obviously going to go to the Supreme Court. And then I was like, oh my goodness, they wanted to go to the Supreme Court. That's exactly right. what they want. Right. Like Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, they're like in this race to see who has the toughest, who can procure the toughest abortion bill mm-hmm. so they can bring it to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And then it came, just today, it came on phone that the ACLU is gearing towards you know, taking it to the Supreme Court and making the fight. And I was like, I knew it. I was like, I knew that's what Alabama wanted to do. And it's like, it's so ridiculous because uh, it's so frustrating, too. And it's like, I almost cried because it's just like, I'm just so frustrated. And I was talking to my husband about it. And he was like, oh, yeah, they just want these women to have these babies that they can't, that they don't want, or can't afford. And I was like, it's not even, it's like, it's even deeper than that because, you know, we're in the Bible Belt. They don't want people having sex. Right. Mm-hmm. The conversation I see happening <clears throat> on the on my timeline when they still had the stipulations for rape and incest in the bill before they took it out, like, I saw black Christian women who I know are Democrats 
on my Facebook timeline who I'm friends with and went to school with, and they're like, oh, this is a good thing. Oh, I'm probably going to get cut off. Wait. Yeah, it's okay. right two minutes. Uh, so so I'll go to the next message. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it really, it, you know, two minutes, don't it don't play over two minutes, y'all. I'm sorry. But Skype doesn't even have no other options. Okay, I'm going to try to go faster. Okay, so these are black women who I know are Democrats. They're taking for this bill when it still had the stipulations for rape and incest on it. They're like, oh, this is such a good thing. I'm proud of, you know, the South for making these uh, abortion bills and everything. It's like, oh, and there was one stipulation for rape. They're like, if you have a police report and it's on the books, then you can have an abortion. And they're like, oh, yeah, more women will come forward with their rape. So I was like, no, it's not. It's like, if it does, it'll be like a very small percentage, like a minuscule right. percentage of women who might, more women who might come forward. But if you know the the nature of rape and rape victims, it's not going to matter. It's like, Mm-mm. and if anything, in which I also saw coming, because then they made a bill, they put in a bill to, to make it, to to punish women who make false rape allegations. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, if it does make a blip, it's because there are going to be women who, so they can get an abortion that they should be able to get anyway and say, oh, I was raped and doing some gone girl crap or, in, or something. And it's just like, yeah, I was like, these are the Democrats of the South. It's like, they might vote Democrats like across the board on most things, but then it's like, it comes to abortion and they're like, Oh, I'm all super religious all of a sudden. It's just like, how does that hurt you? It's like, I may never have an abortion. I may not ever have to make that choice. But why would I take that choice from someone else? And it's not like it's an easy decision. I'm not even someone who knows someone who's had an abortion. But I know people who know people. And even then, when they call me like, oh, my God, my friend's about to have an abortion. It's just so sad. It's just like, it's not an easy decision. It's just, I'm just so, ugh. But I'll probably call you guys later about Game of Thrones when I'm out of my feelings. Like, I had to watch. All right, so you got cut off again. But, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's about keeping women from even reporting their rapes. Like, me and Justin talked about it on the pregame um, yesterday. And we talked about it at length a little bit. But I was like, yeah, this whole thing is to get women to basically be rapeable and uh and it all to be their fault and then intimidate them because one of the stipulations is oh we're gonna get women for false rape allegation uh accusations what is a false rape accusation most people do never never come forward with their sexual assault uh to press charges right so we already know that there's not an epidemic of false rape rape accusations because most actual rape accusations never happened when there was a sexual assault right so then on top of that most people that are that are accused of sexual assault even criminally are not convicted of it Mm-mm. to make it even further than that most rape happens between people that know each other so we're not talking about some guy jumping out of the bushes at the park and then dna traces him back and he goes i didn't do it and then they go but you did it this is your dna you're going to prison to many people that is the only type of rape that is the only valid rape is somebody some stranger sexually assault some person who just did not deserve that quote unquote deserve right that's the only time deserves. that's the only time yeah that's why i said in quotes that's the only time that they fucking do that any other woman that gets sexually assaulted they essentially go you deserved it you were around a man you trusted you deserved that what, what, what were you doing over there you know and so 
the whole point is to be like if you're sexually assaulted by a family member if you're sexually assaulted by uh on a date uh as they call date rape or a friend or someone that you know lures you in somehow or you're drunk or you're at a party they basically want to be like yeah so that's not rape anymore that's never and it's never been to them but legally we want to say that's not even right like you can't even fucking like why would you even come forward with that what were you doing at a party with a man right um and then okay you take it to trial you lose for whatever myriad of fucking reasons which happens you, a lot it happens all the time you he he goes it's consensual you it wasn't consensual well you were in his room it was at a party i mean um, he says it's consensual we don't feel that it was rape even though you're saying it is so this is now so if i lose that trial am i now considered a false rape accusation accuser can i now be jailed can i can i be sued right that's the question you're trying to make it so people don't even accuse someone so you're basically you have to be silenced as a victim that's what they want they have decided men are the real victims and the real they're not even men they have decided perpetrators of sexual assault are the real victims now most of the time that is men right even if they do it to another man a child anything most of the time that is men we are in this society that feels like we must protect men that's why you have to be very careful with the 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 shit you put out into the world when you're saying these like well you know the me too movement made me feel scared women are already scared every goddamn day of their life children are scared every day of their life we tell children to be scared don't do this don't go here don't be outside don't trust this person like maybe it's time for men to be a little fucking scared you know and i don't mean that in like because something gonna happen to you but like maybe our if we have some being scared means you have awareness of your environment and your surroundings and your behavior which and is. your behavior and how it affects other people so maybe if you're gonna call that awareness being scared maybe you should be scared because they're not putting innocent people in jail behind this kind of shit if anything they're trying to get a lot of the people that that make these laws are trying to make sure the guilty people are never punished so all right um yeah and to go ahead go ahead to piggyback on something uh she was saying about uh a lot of the religious people and roger brought this up and i completely agree a lot of black uh christians that vote democratic Mm -hmm. if it wasn't about that rape shit they would be republicans a lot of people race race Um, that's what i'm not rape race shit they would be republicans because they literally agree with them on everything else but that bullshit about they black asses right um so yeah it's crazy and then they're gonna make you carry the baby to term or you're gonna it's it's draconian and they know it's illegal and they just know that they got the supreme they want that supreme court majority they got it right now and uh they're gonna try to overturn roe v wade because that was always the goal but people were too busy thinking about emails and the word super predator from fucking 25 years ago right and and dumb shit like that and the thing is a lot of uh not a lot but a percentage of women have abortions uh because it's complications it could cause the woman death and she might yeah. be and like they're they gonna make you carry the baby to term they don't give a fuck right so they don't care about the women that's going to die right let alone just the choice of doing it they just don't want you to be able to do it for any reason hey Rod. hey karen this is iman again i feel better now i went and got a facial and i got my nails done so even Congrats. though alabama is just trying to destroy female citizens lives at least i feel pretty but um, on the Game of Thrones, uh, I know you guys are gearing up to have your recap today, sometime this evening probably. Um, but it's 
I had to watch this episode twice because the first time their choices that they made, it exacerbated me like so much that I couldn't, it lost, I lost the joy in viewing the episode because even though I don't always agree with some of the choices that they make, I usually still always find something to enjoy about an episode. And this one, I was like, I don't get it. I don't see it. And then so I watched it again. I was like, oh, well, you know, the music is awesome. Like, it looked great on my TV. Ooh, that moment with Drogon was about to kill, uh, set fire, uh, theirs. I was like, that was really great. But <clears throat> it was just like, there are things that seem just completely unnecessary. Just like, okay, she went crazy because why? Like, it didn't seem earned. I was like, okay, so it's John's fault. She went crazy. It was like, lose the pants, John. Take off your drawers. Dan needs her D. That's what, she's going to go crazy. Okay, A.A. gone, you messed up. You done messed up. Look at you. Look what you did. But, but yeah, it was like, it just doesn't seem warranted. And then that fight with Euron and Jamie, it was just like, that seemed out of nowhere because Jamie was like, we need to go get Cersei. He was like, you and I can go get Cersei. And then you're on like, I know he's a dick, but he never seems irrational. But, yeah. But I did. Uh, she got cut off. That's the last one. But yeah, And, and the mm-hmm. thing is with Euron, Euron didn't give a fuck. Euron also went to Daenerys and offered his dick. He yeah, didn't care. He don't care about that That's shit. the thing. He, he, when it comes to Euron, he, he didn't care yeah uh also he was like a wild card character and i mm-hmm. wanted to see him die I, I can't believe there are people that would have been cool with him jumping off that fucking boat and we never see him again he needed to die on screen and i am preferably fighting jamie because that that was his whole thing is i fucked your bitch now what he was basically tupac yeah i fucked your bitch you know what i mean like what you gonna do about it you know um but the other thing too um i didn't buy i did not take it as simply as if john would have fucked daenerys there wouldn't have been a battle and it was all about his dick i really Mm -hmm. was like she wanted that alliance and assurance of the fact that he was um uh that that like if he would have said got on one knee and proposed right then he may have saved everybody you know just because she needs that cover of like likability and he's not willing to grant that to her he's willing to say i support you but he's not willing to really cover her in that you know and so she's like then okay you're scared of me right now you're not you don't this isn't love you're scared of me and cool then it's gonna be fair you know so i don't think it would like if if it was just some dick she would have been fucking burning niggas with her legs wobbling but niggas would have got burnt it wasn't about to change not a goddamn thing mm-hmm. these fools. um oh someone said yeah they want a yard to fade them i could see that too i would like to see that as well yeah i could yeah yeah i would that would have been dope um y'all are somewhere chilling on the aisles what's up rod and karen this is daz this is feedback uh for game of thrones uh i'm sitting back and watching other you know minorities okay white women mostly white (laughs) turn it down and um Seeing how they got upset about what went on with Danny's character, it made me take a back on how, you know, like you expressed, you, you see black characters, you rarely see them in uh, pop culture media. You may not feel like they, you know, kick the ass great as you hope they would. And you might get a little disappointed. 
But when you see somebody to the right of you getting just besides themselves, it makes me take a step back and go, ooh, ugh, I don't want to sound like that. My black, my black love agenda got completely busted when Masani died. And I've seen some of these same white women going, well, gray worm is gray food, uh, worm food. He did. <laughs> but then Masani died. And I just, I'm like, fuck it. Fuck this whole show. Fuck King's Landing. Fuck white feminism, Kim. This, this isn't, this isn't a power fantasy. This is, this is tragedy. This is, this is not Lord of the Rings. This is not somebody, this is not something you look at and be like, you know, that's the person I would like to emulate. I want to see them win. I see myself in them. You send yourself a failure, piss shit. Not in, in this show, in Game of Thrones? No. Just sit back and watch the world burn and laugh. That's what I learned I, I had to do. I want to see, uh, that black pirate show back up. That's what I want him to come back. <laughs> have him have a happy ending or something. I guess he had his happy ending with that big ass bag of gold. It's cool. Stay locked to the sunset. Get away from these crazy ass white people. <laughs> I'm just happy that I already had that mindset from the jump so I could never get caught up in all this like anger at the show. It's just like even with like a black agenda because everybody knows I was rooting for Masandi and Grey Worm to go mm-hmm. to uh, that island. In the, but man, when the shit didn't happen, I didn't go fuck this show. It's it's just such a weird thing. I know people can die on the show so rooted. You know, it's, to me it's like sports. You root for a thing, you root for a team, your team doesn't win. It's okay. It's okay. Only one team gets to win. Agreed. You know, and then the other part of it is I think maybe and maybe it'll take time for people to kind of see it, but I think this is a good like show that is about the fact that pursuit of power just corrupts everybody. Mm-hmm. No one gets through clean. Mm-mm. Everybody that if you really want it you're gonna have to do something you don't want to do um and that's how everybody's done you know um it we'll see who ends up on the throne but i'm okay with anyone ending up on the throne because it just never was that fucking important to me that it has to be one person or the other it just it just didn't bother me um and then there was one more thing you brought up um oh the white woman thing and i don't know if it's uh i don't know i don't know i didn't realize how many black people got caught up in this shit but for me personally a lot of the way people feel about the show is definitely because they've put their own agendas onto it of like this is my white feminism and therefore this show must subscribe to these values the show never has but anything that they that does jive with their agenda they'll take it anything that doesn't they ignore it and then when and you ignore enough shit you start thinking the show is just like fucking like written by teen vogue and it's not you know i remember when sansa was sexually assaulted and people started acting like rape had never happened to anyone on this show before and it was the worst way to do it and it shouldn't be used as any character development or any in any level of a plot or anything is unacceptable and i'm like but that doesn't make sense if you've ever watched this show before come on that you that today is the day you were outraged and you weren't outraged before and i said oh it's because sons is a white woman they some of them identify with that's it danny can't do this because danny's a white woman some of them identify with they don't feel that way about all the characters you know they don't feel that way about john even Mm-mm. john leaving turning his back on egret and dipping the fuck out on her ass um like you know they they don't feel that way 
you know rob carrying out the sentence and fucking do, even jamie lannister killing his own cousin pushing a nigga out a window like all those people are not on the on the agenda like i'm not identifying with them i'm not putting them on a list of like admirable people and so they started going this show has some people that are admirable and flawless and 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 aspirational and some people that aren't and to me that just was a way to set yourself up for failure so i i don't know it just felt weird and kind and arbitrary and you know i'll to me i wouldn't go to somebody's face and call them out on this but I, that's how i'll be reading is like oh because Sans is a white woman she has to be treated differently in this harsh world because that that that's too far but it was okay for all the other characters right cool all right you know and and it's funny because if you guys remember when we go back and listen to that recap i think we had mel on at the time go back and listen to that recap of your premium and and listen to everything we said and think about the fact that it's now three years later and those same people still watching the show mm-hmm. people sort of stopped covering it mm-hmm. our website will no longer be da 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 they still they still doing it yes they are. it was all that histrionic shit it's all that how do i make this about me you know um that's what that's what um really um that's what really opened my eyes to like the the miss the the uh what do you call it the uh malcontents that some of this fan base was and i was like oh okay it's got to be this is about agendas and rooting for certain people it's got to be different when when it's them so you know that that's that's interesting um yeah i just googled it while we were talking guys i remember we read on that episode or we talked about this um piece that was written on the mary sue.com that was we will no longer be recapping game of thrones because signs got sexually assaulted mm-hmm. even though it happened off camera blah, blah blah um game of thrones worst episode of season eight the mary sue may 6 2019 so they never stopped you know like that shit was just about that white girl you know like it, it is what it is but that's how i felt at the time i said it at the time and now the fact that these motherfuckers ain't quit they ain't stopped then yeah y'all then y'all y'all just as fucking uh flip-flopping as anyone else all right last voicemail oh of course uh this is the one that wants to load longer hey this is dad one more time um there's something else i wanted to talk about i'm one of those brothers that had to be checked let black women enjoy you know black woman shit uh i used to talk shit about uh scandal that I, I had to be corrected by a sister let black women enjoy shit i started watching that enjoyed a couple of seasons until that weird black lives matter <laughs> shit, uh, uh, episode and um i fell off um i used to talk shit about beyonce i had to be corrected on, shit, on that shit let black women enjoy their shit i'm not saying that any group is a, a monolith but some of these same spaces that are very pro let black women enjoy what they enjoy believe black women listen to black women i'm seeing a lot of black women attack beyonce on some they're saying some of these same black women are saying that she's she should be called a genius but also another space that i'm saying and say things like she's not intelligent listen to the way she speaks she is a victim of being preyed upon by jd from a young age and she's a, a feminine a feminist icon but at the same time um She's been groomed like a Stepford wife by Jay-Z to be portrayed this image. And this hatred against uh, Jay-Z and, and Beyonce for, like, 
getting cheated on by Jay-Z and not believing him and not fulfilling that. It's, it's wish fulfillment through celebrity mm-hmm. that a strong black woman like that should have just left, but she didn't because she's brainwashed. And it's just the weirdest shit in the world. I don't know if you've seen it, and I'm asking if either one of y'all have witnessed the same kind of uh, uh, bullshit I don't know um I have seen that kind of stuff mm-hmm. honestly I just don't address it like that's how people feel you trust me the kind of people that are down that rabbit hole you ain't fitting to convince them of shit no you're not Um, and none of us know them so none of us actually know what we talking about you know I know how it looks to me but I don't fucking know them unless it come out of Beyonce mouth herself and she's like uh you know 20 years from now like this nigga groomed me or some shit then okay but um it was always gonna be um people feeling away because there are people that are just beyonce fans and they resent jay-z there's people that are not beyonce fans and and not jay-z fans and they resent the whole thing and um all that shit so i just would not i just ignore folks like that to be honest with you like i don't know what else to tell you yeah, you yeah you you almost uh, have to, and I think for uh, some um, black women, it is support black women, believe black women, black women rah 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 rah, until it's their agenda and their thing that they don't like, and then they think they have the right to turn on black women, even though you're telling me one thing, but you're doing something opposite. You know, isn't she a black woman too? But she's an exception to your rules. So I, I, you know, and I've, I've seen, uh, black women do that because if I say support black women, believe black women, da, 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 even if we don't agree, my job is not to tell you down and tell you how you're not, uh, shit or tell you, you know, question your blackness and all this other thing. That, that's not my job. Um, and I, something else I want to, uh, tell you, and I know this might sound sad, but thank you for leaving black women alone. You just don't know how fucking irritating it is to be a black woman and anything that you love, here come a nigga to shit on it. Yeah, just let us be. That's all we ask is just let us be, you know. And so you're just one less person that's popping up in our mentions, one less person that's, you know, telling us how we ain't shit and how we shouldn't love nothing and and all that other, you know, ignorant shit that niggas do. You know, even the quote-unquote good guys will be some of the same people that come and tell you, I don't see how y'all like Beyonce. Well, bitch, it ain't for you. Go on. Nobody asked your ass to be here. You know, and and I really feel that way. You know, it's like anytime black women get a a ounce or or, or just any type of uh, 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 sparkle of joy, any type of any type of happiness on social media, it's like niggas got to find something wrong with it instead of just letting us be that's all we want to do the world is fucked up for y'all i understand but the world is fucked up for us too and y'all ain't the only victims that are oppressed y'all ain't the only victims that deal with racism you know you're not the only one we deal with it too and it's fucking annoying looking at you be like well yes nigga i understand but goddamn can i have some joy also like people look through validity look for validity through celebrity so it's like oh the man in my life that i stayed with fucked me over and beyonce should have did what i wanted her to do so i could like validate my life choices through her or you know make her my fantasy choices of what i would do or you know whatever um you know i'm single and i want her to be single to show that we stand in solidarity together well that's just her life 
no one owes you their life because they're entertaining um and a lot of these people are miserable and they want that company man they want them join me in my miserable company like you know uh people and, and that's the other thing i don't ascribe to the idea of if you check off certain boxes therefore you must be a good person or everything you do must be excused so you can be a black woman and still be fucked up be misogynistic be anti-black be a lot of shit you can be a black woman and have you know uh fucked up opinions and shit you know like not every black woman is a good, gonna be a great person Mm-mm. not everyone is somebody you're gonna agree with or be friends with uh black lgbtq same thing the black uh black men same thing uh like it, like it's not just uh well you're in this group so you're good i mean shit black women are some of the main people that are keeping r kelly out of jail agree you know like i everybody just not gonna be good that's why i don't ascribe to certain type of um you know certain type of um hierarchies that people put on gender and race and um or sexual orientation because honestly that shit is not to catch all that y'all think it is you know there's some scamming ass people that just happen to check off a few of those boxes and they still scammy as fuck Mm-hmm. you know they still would do you dirty in the motherfucking heartbeat they're still narcissistic they're still dangerous they're still liars like all of this shit can happen in, under the auspices of and i also check off these boxes so to me i don't really get um surprised by the odd the random black woman that that hates on beyonce or whatever you just gotta remember most of our support is from black women you know most of our support is from people that that really do go up for her and feel represented by her and all that stuff so you know the outliers are gonna be the outliers we are not a monolith and we never gonna be you know i think different people have different reasons for hating on folks and and all that shit but i just wouldn't let it concern me man you're not you're not getting a hundred percent uh a hundred percent achievement uh for uh shared opinions on beyonce it just is it's not happening as far as the grooming and stuff in the relationship if that is true um that's her story to tell and not not really mine like i i didn't see it that way i've never you know i've seen people speculate and wonder but honestly a lot of them are looking for attention like because they don't know it for a fact so they start being like i wonder and i've seen people do that with man some fucked up things about beyonce you know we've all seen those tweets that go around people screenshot them and shit it's like remember when so-and-so said this about beyonce and her daddy and shit like people project onto her and and then people react to the projections it takes on a life of its own because she's bigger than life in a way so i just try to stay out of all that shit you know like and i try to stay out of it with all them niggas to be honest you know i'm human like anyone else i'm gonna talk about the news but like people put way too much on like celebrity um when it comes to these things all right now these emails the last thing we do before we get out of here rebecca says hey rod and karen your latest episode me and gossip 2 with the segment sword of justice had oh, sword ratchetness but yeah uh had me rolling uh i was in desperate need of a good hearty laugh so thank you i appreciate you so much i signed up for a monthly subscription i look forward to being educated entertained and told i'm loved every day when you good folks post a podcast uh i laughed so hard when old boy locked the door and said not today motherfuckers awesome keep up the great uh, works uh, uh keep up the great work folks thanks rebecca m just like that oh rebecca machete just like that sword used by the cashier ha. Ah. <laughs> uh you got a sword ratchetness name um monique says have we forgotten the blackface in virginia legislature i haven't 
feel like i brought it up not too long ago thought it was on this show maybe it was on another one uh hey rod and karen i don't know why it's jumped to my head but whatever happened to all the many firestorms of the virginia in the virginia legislature everyone did blackface no one resigned but also lieutenant governor fairfax never resigned either yep and he was accused of rape by multiple women Come on. i just knew this would happen they all would play chicken with each other and run the clock out on the outrage everyone's lost sight of it and this is why i hate politicians politics of politicians is all about self-preservation kim doc monique yeah i'll take it one step further this is why one of the i think this is the fear that i had about the constant outrage on social media mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because if everyone's constantly outraged at everything then no one's really mad about anything right because you can't keep the energy up about everything yeah just run the clock out wait 24 hours and they'll be mad about something else that's really what them dudes learn lay low don't say shit don't give up the office and you'll be fine this is what i always thought it was going to come to i'm not surprised in the least fucking bit and um you know i and and that's and it's really not gonna be a pressure on them because people care about shit for a couple at most a couple weeks normally at most people care more about this game of thrones shit than that blackface shit or the rape or right or the abortion laws like get the fuck out of here you know so i'm i don't know man like this is the kind of shit that you know i know i shouldn't really conflate those issues but god i can't help it like I, this is the kind of shit i be talking about with because it be the same people it really do be the same people that's like i game of thrones god damn it rewrite this shit this is terrible and they spend all fucking week getting mad at other people and shit and then you got a fucking rapist as lieutenant governor and everybody's like i mean that was two weeks ago i mean you expect me to still be mad like what the fuck anyway uh lamont says what up rod and karen let me start by saying again how much i love the show and how i've been effectively shamed into dropping the five for the cause i've been halfway around the world but i never come into contact with not one but two people who reflect my opinions attitude upbringing and outlook on life as you two i went to a pwi in the midwest on the gi bill and regret not getting that hbcu experience in fact i found myself getting jealous and reading uh at the reading how Tottenham Coates, my hometown homeboy, shout out to Baltimore, so poetically described his time at Howard. Yeah, he called it the Mecca. Uh, I have a great career, but sometimes I feel like the IT unsullied. Ha! <laughs> anyway, with the critical, crucial, damn near life of, of death, life or death affecting election on the horizon, I was listening to the breakdown with Sean King. The topic was Joe Biden and his response to questions about the crime bill. I'm torn because I want to believe that people grow and change, but I didn't like Biden's responses at all. He get, he still get my vote and, uh, should he be nominated, but the shit just irks me for some reason. Bobby Rush was real with it exactly what I expected from Biden. Bobby Rush said that the shit would say the shit with his chest i just wanted to put that out there and see if y'all had any thoughts on it i haven't seen what bobby rush said Mm -mm. some people don't fucks with sean king but i try to keep an open mind and focus on the issues and not take anyone personally because none of us are perfect especially my black ass yeah i sean king is one of those people that he's extremely divisive amongst folks uh yeah he's a he's a hard one for me because like i've seen people say like that he's not black and i don't know if that's something people should be doing because it seems so fucked up and these are the same people that talk about anti-blackness but that's the like worst form of anti-blackness is to tell somebody you're not black if they are and unless they have absolute proof that that man's not black i feel like that's so fucked up that being saying that that being said that dude's a lightning rod for just conflict and and shit he's never 
uh, from my understanding he still has to put out those financial records he claimed he was gonna put out and he said he was gonna do that on like march 1st so like this i mean i don't trust you know i don't really fuck with that dude like that because so much smoke it's gotta be some fire that being said you know i don't try i try not to let that taint my like the idea that you know people can just say anything about anyone and they're not supposed to retaliate or they're not supposed to say anything back or defend themselves or any of that stuff but i just feel like that dude you know he's a lot like a lot of those people mark lamont hill i don't well they might have a point one time but then the next time they say some old crazy shit and you'd be like oh this is why i'm glad i didn't even like fuck say with nothing. that shit right so um that being said i don't listen to his podcast mm-hmm. i haven't heard what biden's answers are about the crime bill but let's be fair there's no answer he could give that people would be okay with same thing with kamala harris's prosecutorial record it doesn't matter what they say everyone anyone who holds that out ask them what answer would be okay because they'll either say something that they know is impossible for anyone to do or they'll just say i don't know because there is no right answer people basically want people to have a time machine now the thing i like about biden's campaign for the most part is that he's not doing it for twitter and i think a lot of these politicians are fucking up trying to please these twitter motherfuckers who are so niche and niche and so like specific and they come up with a new list of demands on the daily you got to be careful with them motherfuckers them motherfuckers will lead you astray and they will have your ad your whole campaign about controversy and shit because twitter can be about controversy but you don't want your campaign to be about that you know look at ilhar omar we don't know shit about no policy she supports or any of that shit we only know her twitter beefs we only know trump and the republicans attacking her and all this stuff nobody know what kind of legislation she's ran on nobody knows what her biggest you know like and it's not to say she's not putting it out there it's just that's the nature of what twitter does mm-hmm. you live for twitter you end up like twitter like distracted out of context and fucking fighting all the time yes sir so that's the joe biden to me at this point ironically feels like the grown-up in the room now he may be too old school and ultimately maybe he'll be hurt by the fact that he refuses to address these things but he feels more like the grown-up compared to a lot of these politicians because he's just like nigga that's not i'm not that's not that important i'm talking about 2019 2020 and they're like well what about 1998 yeah okay i like i fucked up but that's it well you didn't apologize to anita hill to her face yeah i'm moving on because i because i like it's now time like that's not gonna gain him a single fucking vote if he does that apology it's not gonna lose him any if he doesn't either like he's either getting those votes or he's not already people are mad at the offense so i do like that about his campaign even though i would not rank him highly on the people i would vote for as of right now i'm not saying i agree obviously i vote for any democrat over trump but like biden's not near the top for me you know to be honest with you and i think his idea of uh getting white people back on some bernie and pete b shit is not happening you know this we can all come together shit it ain't gonna work so you know that that's my opinions on the dude but i'm not as mad about it as him as in other people because i refuse to be mad about this next election um any of the candidates on the democratic side uh, yeah i'm not going through that again i'm planning to move back to raleigh and i hope to get up to charlotte for some games and that good ass north carolina food i'm on my way to putting five on it right now so i finally hold my head up again thanks again for all that y'all do uh saving my career 
I was on my way to my boss's office with a bad attitude about being passed over for a leadership role when y'all went off in my headphones with a crazy ass pun fest. I laughed so hard I forgot what I was walking to the office for. And I look forward to being along for the ride as the show blows up. Sorry for the long email, but y'all the shit. Ancient future. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Ancient future. Is that like, uh, is that what they gonna call baby future when baby future get old? You know, like now he, he, he baby future, then he gonna be teen future. Is, is baby future gonna be like group? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just gonna be like group. I am future. Oh my god, there's so many goddamn Game of Thrones emails. Jesus Christ. Y'all lucky y'all. Y'all lucky we're so dedicated to doing this goddamn job. You guys are insatiable. Please. Uh, 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 sweet Jesus, let this show in. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even wanna, I don't even wanna do all this. It's so much, y'all. It's so much. Uh, Miss Marty Kins, for once, I'm gonna try and be brief. You were actually brief. I appreciate that. I really enjoy your insights and Larry's commentary on the show. You, Queen Karen, I guess the choice offer refreshing fan perspectives from people who enjoy the dang show and like to discuss it. It is indeed like watching with friends. I don't tune in for hate watching and complain about everything. We know it is a perfect and no show is perfect. No ending is. I'm grateful for the space you created for black people from the South like me to enjoy the fun community that you created. Especially because most of the critiques of the show think Danny's treatment of slave masters was harsh. Yeah, white people don't even be having the same discussions as us. Mm-mm. Meanwhile, those of us with a little more melanin are like, fuck them people. Such a benefit that I enjoy. I appreciate the narrative and care you put into your recaps. I failed at being brief, but I tried. Keep it pimping. Love y'all, Mimi. Thanks, Mimi. Thank you. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. Um, Crystal. Why did Jamie and Cersei get such an easy death? I'm pissed. Uh, we already talked about this. Yeah, we already addressed that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Our girl LaShonda writes in, the doctor. First, I'm so sorry. Feedback is almost robbing you of the fun. It shouldn't. Folks are really acting like back in season five when the book material ran out, there weren't interviews saying the showrunners had consulted with G.R.R. Martin about the major plot lines and, and the ending and mapped it out from there. Or like, given this backlash, he won't write something different and create a confirmation bias. It's whatever. Yeah, that's what I think he's gonna do. I think he'll go back and if, like, y'all will get that book in seven years when he's rewritten it and been like, well, I don't want to get what the fuck they got. I'm a, uh, Danny is the queen of everything. She stars a feminist democracy and takes over in a very nonviolent way. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's whatever suddenly grrm revisionist history is that he's the ultimate artur whose characters are being slandered by two white dude bros not not the case yeah he's such a feminist nobody really, really know that's the only way uh that's out that's out of the way i love this episode at first i was like daddy about to go off oh no then she started and i was like for ned for the watch for nan for Sirio, for the freaking <laughs> prince for masandi burn them bitches to the ground them all. that's how i was and the blame for this can be laid squarely at the feet of John and Tyrion. Tyrion for consistently trying to save his ain't shit siblings and John for his inability to keep his fucking mouth shut. She warned him. He ignored her. MVP to Drogon for saying, y'all thought y'all little anti-aircraft guns could do something. Sun attack, bitches. Run, runner up MVP to Grey Worm for going full John Wick on these hoes. Uh, like you, the ending can't come soon enough so folks can stop acting brand new or smarter than everyone. I hope to, I kind of hope Danny takes Drogon all, and all the brown folks back south where some people have some act right, but it won't go that way. Can't wait for your final coverage. Hugs and kisses. Yeah, I would love for her to abdicate the throne. Like, to be like, I don't even want this shit. 
like that shit would i don't think anything could bring me more joy i don't think it's gonna happen but nothing could bring me more joy her hopping on a dragon being like man fuck these niggas i'm going back where i freed the slaves and they love me Just keep your little racist ass yeah, country bought my ass up here for this bullshit yeah leave me and my dragon alone uh nerd geek ninja says hey Ryder karen yeah y'all should definitely go on vacation at the game oh we are mm-hmm. at the game of thrones over i might take one too the only thing about this episode that made sense to me is the fight between the mountain and the hound it was epic i was left utterly confused i'm not disappointed because it's just a show and i'm starting to think that the writers took this direction because so many people put their theories out there and probably guessed that they wanted to go so they took a far left to try to shake things up or this is what gr martin wanted i mean he also has lived in this world where the theories existed and he gave them the fucking plot outline everybody skips over it they do like they stole the show from him but this nigga did give them the outline what i would love to see is his book come out and it's different and then the dudes from this show be like actually we got the outline right here this is what the fuck he told us to do that's what i want to see so people could be like oh okay this like this this is what y'all had i see why y'all had to do the shit from this point it seems clear where things might go but hey what the hell do i know yep that's what i love about this show i feel like i don't never know shit i'll be like maybe they'll do this it, that's what makes it fun i know for some people that's frustrating for them not to know but not knowing makes it fun yeah when i'm right i'll be so happy i'm like oh i saw that coming i didn't but yeah i never know uh or maybe they just wanted to really distinguish themselves from the books and i understand that i'll laugh my ass off if Sansa ends up on the throne next week because john was serious when he said he didn't want that shit love y'all Amon. that would be hilarious <laughs> i'm just happy for signs of getting hurt i told you so um um let's see shakira says hey karen and rod and gas first time right a long time listener new game of thrones watching that better late than never just started the series after watching season eight episode three what have caught up on all your recaps wow i'm listening to season seven episode six right now you guys called it then the only way to deal with someone like cersei is to burn it all to the ground and start over like i said i'd be so happy when i be knowing Tyrion's still out here trying to win a pr war when cersei and her people out here with the advanced technology 1920 war toys i saw, <laughs> I saw a lot of complaints after last night's episode but i loved it even though my girl Arya headed back home to tell it all we think we don't know what she headed on that horse i'm just glad that i joined the party late in time to watch the series finale as a family and actually know what's happening p.s as i went back to old recaps i had no clue that karen was not watching the show but reviewing every week she the real mvp <laughs> i did that for a while love it and karen yep she was i was riffing didn't know what the hell i was talking about i know <laughs> and that's why i asked questions because i didn't know uh miss martikin says i normally listen to your recast and write a long email this week i'll just say i believe i would like your review more than the actual episode i'm sure you will have some hilarious insights and i know you'll bless it with some cackles i'm capable of being brief thanks in advance thank you mm-hmm. uh only 27 more of these motherfuckers to go let's see what the next one is um well eight really um rebecca machete says hey rod and karen i love your show I listen to it every day bring a smile to my face helps me make sense of this fucked up crazy world we live in i'm sure your inbox today uh the day after mother's day is full of piss and vinegar i'm going to try to keep it short and make some nice pieces of leather out of my piss and vinegar so that i can flog myself in repentance forever having faith in the merge of the grrm and the double d's hbo debacle when last season ended i convinced myself and my husband to just give up any sort of hope that a well uh, a well-written ending in my opinion they could have ended this show in episode three but i digress 
um i mentioned this because i'm listening to the feedback podcast on friday and here you are all the things you mentioned on how much time and money and manpower in the show and it's what has been awesome but we as fans deserve more than just flashy scenes and pretty sets the plot is the heartbeat of the show and i'm afraid we have fought line well that's how you feel i feel differently um about that so you know but you're allowed to feel that way i get it Danny has been firing blood since season two and burning all the king's landing should surprise no one but to make cersei out to be a victim is a bridge too far i don't i don't think they made out to be a victim yeah i don't i never i did not get that from what i watched mm-hmm. cersei did got to die comfort her in the arms of her lover fuck all that we spent eight seasons watching jamie go from asshole to redemption and in two episodes piss all that away yeah i completely miss i completely read it differently uh jamie never really redeemed himself people really took the baseline of him doing like half decent things for two seasons as he's redeemed he's not theon like even theon did more to redeem himself than jamie jamie didn't really do shit he fucked brianne and i guess people felt like um that pity dick type of feeling about it like oh thank god she finally she got to fuck him and i'm like he don't deserve her and also before he rode off he was like i'm not shit like yeah. he, he literally went through his whole story arc like what is his redemption to y'all like what were the redeeming moments to to y'all like because i'm I, like to me it was like people took him doing things to get back to his sister um and oh i know what it was he didn't let brianne get raped so to them to people to a lot of people they're like okay this guy he's a he's now redeemed that's not enough for me at least for me you can you know people can feel that way but i don't know the fact that he argued with cersei who he still was fucking like i don't know i didn't i didn't i didn't feel that way uh he ran back to cersei so she would not be alone cersei the evilest bitch in westeros who had no problem acting like isis and blowing up a religious building full of followers along with all the other madness she brought upon herself she gets a merciful death with a veil of being victimized fuck all that yep did not read it that way at all Mm-mm. uh and that death was terrible i would not want to die like that anyway don't want to be all negative so i'll part with this the dragon burning down the town awesome air horn the clagane bowl air horn worth the hype even the hound take talking aria out of killing cersei i may choke but i'll swallow it sweet part of that is someone called him by his real name sandor before he died and it came from aria just lovely can't wait to hear your review of the show and so i can laugh at all the non-real life nonsense and hear your take on the shit uh, much peace and love rebecca thanks rebecca thank you Rebecca. yes yeah, it's, it's interesting too because uh other people would have said they hated that aria moment because that's not what she would have done she mm-hmm. should have got revenge so it's all subjective i guess you know but yes sir sorry you felt bad about the show man but i didn't write the shit so you know good luck on the last episode richard says white people mad what up rod and karen <laughs> i love y'all show especially the walking dead and game of thrones recast but i have to say something about episode five white people are really mad they fave on the show took a heel turn the show has been telling us that she who she was since season two even back when she said what she would do when her dragons grew up i know she yes i know man and, I, and, and, and uh, it ain't just white people though before any black people write in i know you niggas are special and you are with the white man on this one i get it i've seen enough of y'all to know it's not just a white thing this is what the emailer wrote in don't write in trying to correct them i get it ignore the fuck out of it but after the reading all the think pieces about lazy writing and things are too rushed i've concluded that the outrage is fake 
when she burned down astapor and yonky she was justified when she crucified the masses and marines she was quote unquote justified all them folks was brown and now them good caucasoids of king's landing got that fire literally now they mad she has been on the bend or the knee or burn soon as them dragons came on the scene so for them brown cities and so she was handling the crack epidemic but now she's dealing with the opioid crisis in king's landing she has to be gentle oh man i love this email that's hilarious that was that actually was hilarious i'm actually glad i read these emails now because that one was worth it oh my god oh monique no this too long boo i'm so sorry i'm not it's getting late oh my god this is way too long um next let's see everybody writing long ones i'm wrapping it up so uh eve yeah, says get a four hour show no thank you yeah i'm tired and i've we've talked so and much I'm game hungry. of thrones i am and i'm hungry hi rodic care i'm not going to give some long analysis like the people are probably mad as hell about what danny did because as care would say i had a ball i haven't laughed that hard since henry died my only complaint was that cersei got to die in bitch ass jamie's arms instead of getting stabby stabbed by Arya or at least getting at dracars but i'm glad the bitch is dead and jamie can ride an intro <laughs> tale yeah i mean i'll take it how i can get it on her i take the death however i got the death niggas will sound like they want her like rape to death or some shit i'm like y'all sound crazy right now like just she dead she died a horrible like crumbled from a building right. nigga let, I, if a, a building falling on me is not how i want to die just put it that way honestly danny could have burned tears little ass too and plus also also the reason i like her death she thought she was getting away yes she did it was right when they got there she realized the path is closed i'm fitting to die that was beautiful fuck all the lannisters i actually wouldn't even be mad if next week danny rode drogon and winterfell looked signs in the eyes and is like how you like me now bitch and set them all on fire too Bwahaha. uh <laughs> i will have i will have my wine and popcorn as i watch the season finale with ohio players fire playing in the background episode five was a bomb on my evil heart i'm sure people are in their grown ass feelings asking what about the kids and the quote basketball legend in great state of north carolina i say fuck them kids <laughs> <laughs> i feel you eve been a one accord lately uh kelly and writes a long ass feedback and no so sorry uh <laughs> i'm sorry y'all shorten this shit up yeah she wrote like a long thing about all the types of character arcs and shit like i feel you but no right not mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. we love y'all but no mm-hmm. we got things mm-hmm. to do yes charles says rod and karen this is why i fuck with y'all i was gonna write about the delusion a significant number of game of thrones fans are suffering from in regards to their perception of the season but y'all hit every now in the fucking head during the recap thanks charles mm-hmm. yep we team uh team we still like the show over here yes we are and oh my god angela wrote a real long one as well i'm sorry angela Mm-mm. um not today not today and you this doesn't that. mean that they're negative i'm not reading them so yeah so they might be positive, positive as fuck but i just honestly i'm yeah. i'm tired and and we've talked every angle of game of thrones by now yeah last one tristan hey rod and karen i know you guys are gonna get mixed reviews this last episode i keep my most positive this episode was fire i mean literally it was though i rewatched it as soon as I, it was over i noticed as soon as danny got started we never see things from a perspective i wonder how much more butthurt people would be if we got a magical maniacal laugh as she burned king's landing i'm an engineer so when she stares uh when she start stares fucking up the castle i did the gray joy oh no <laughs> she can't rebuild that but i guess that's the point 
yeah they ain't gonna be able to rebuild none of that shit she Mm-mm. burned it all down mm-hmm. i love the scenes because aria running and sorry uh, between aria running and sandor fighting very intense even though i knew they wouldn't kill aria i was still on the edge of my seat during her friend sequence my upstairs neighbor dogged how i thought aria's wolf was coming to save her i got so excited and then so let down i was sounding like a black grandma somebody come get my baby <laughs> quiburn's death was hilarious yeah i don't even know how the fuck y'all would do um i don't even know have we even seen a wolf in the south yet Mm-mm. so i guess that would be a good swerve though that wolf coming out of nowhere drogon come came through and i couldn't be more happy the only thing i didn't love about this episode was cersei's death i wanted more i can say that this ep isn't what i would have wrote if i were working there but i had a good time and i'm looking forward to the last ep if cersei climbs out of the rubble like glenn from walking dead i'ma lose it ha that would be hilarious if one of them niggas lived but i doubt it i doubt it either i just can't see how love this week's recap from you guys at castle black i've been checking their reviews out too they are very funny um yeah for sure man um and there was something else you brought up that i was gonna oh yeah I, it's weird when people say this isn't what i would have wrote because they consulted with gr martin and got an outline so i wonder if how much you know leeway they had on quote unquote writing a different ending you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying right i'm still waiting on steve harvey to go for a mega church pastor he seems like the type meanwhile regarding that story about the uk man calling the royal baby a chip i'm tired i'm tired of white people getting caught in racism then act like we are dumb enough to believe they didn't know any better a hundred better yet dracaris uh you know what you know what tristan i think i'm replacing a hundred on the fucking with black people scale with, with your cars mm. that's better zero a jacaris like not zero 25 50 I mean, 75 oh, sometimes we do zero yes yeah, i'm saying okay zero 25 50 75 jacaris okay i like that i like that jacaris yeah fuck that shit all right y'all that's it man i'm sorry we didn't get to some of the longer emails it's late we've been doing this show this is like almost yeah it's almost a three-hour feedback show mm-hmm. i did not want it to be for uh thank you um and looking forward to the last episode ever of game of thrones tomorrow night yes and our last recap and our last fucking time reading feedback about you know the disgruntled shit and how and all that shit so thank you guys and then after that we're taking a fucking week off so yes we are uh appreciate y'all and until next time i love you i love you too